I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Instantly, she made another selection because he was in the line plus had money connection. Correction, way more paid was why she laid and played a charade in this game of deception. This mysterious mistress is just an actress of the mattress. She's a wannabe mattress, well-built and equipped with the tackiest of tactics. Yay, bitch. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Test Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. That's right. It's me, Rod, Bob, Bo Fob, Banana Fano. Uh, we have a guest. Mm-hmm. Um, he is a, somebody who's been on the show many times, but it's been a while. It's been a yeah, while. But uh he if you follow uh our premium shows and you listen to Balls Deep Sports, then you've heard him uh there uh since he's been on the show. Mm-hmm. But um he's a man that, you know, one of the smartest sports journalists out there. Uh smartest people out there, I think. I clear a lot uh, smarter than me and speak multiple languages. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um also one of the fastest sports journalists, probably still. I was I would uh I would have I would not hesitate to say uh still in the top five percent of fast journalists, uh, <laughs> uh but it's it's our man Morgan P Campbell, where the P stands for uh uh I don't know probably returning to the show sooner than last time. Um, <laughs> you you can find him. Um, he writes for the Toronto Star. You can find him the Star dot com slash Sportonomics. What's up, dog? Man, I'm good. You know, the P always stands for prodigal son of pro- podcasting, and <laughs> P stands for promotion of self and all these other things. Uh, I might still be, I think I'm still among, yeah, the 95th percentile of fastest uh, sports journalists. But what happens is um, with any sport, every year there's people that retire. Mm-hmm. And every year, everyone who retires says, I'm going to be a broadcaster. So all these guys that run like 10 flat in the 100, they get 35, 36, they retire and they automatically become faster sports journalists than I am, but mm. I'm still faster than like Mike Wilbon and them, so we're good. Yeah, I feel like you're still <laughs> one of the fastest, uh, sports journalists. Um, because, and I feel like if we switched it to like the, the broadcast or just the booth, then it would lower your percentage, you know, like you, all of a sudden it might be the highest 30% because you got a lot right. of retired athletes too, you know, and they get, they get in that booth and they still, you know, some of them still got some some wheels under them. Mm-hmm. Well, exactly. But the, I mean, the beauty of that is, you know, like I played two years of college football and I sat on the bench, so I didn't get beat up. Mm. Right. So what happens now, you know, I'm almost 40, but the other guys, they'll retire at 35, you know, but by 40, they've accumulated so much damage that, that doesn't manifest itself to later. By the time they're like 45, they'll be really slow and I'll just be a little bit faster. So I'm, I'm, I, I can maintain where the other guys can't because they played too much. They got beat up. Ah, mm. okay. Yeah. I, I like that, uh, theory, man. Uh, just keep hanging around like Bernard Hopkins, man. <laughs> oh, man. Did you see, <laughs> did you see that fight this weekend? Of course I saw that. Oh, fight. man. That, now that, talk about things that make you feel old. Cause, <laughs> you know, Bernard been old since I've been young. Right. right, but that was the first fight I saw where I was just like, "Come on, dog, it's 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 a wrap, man. Just let it go, like keep that promise, man. You already broke the promise. Just, yes, his never, mom. Yeah, stop fighting by forty-one. Right, it's never too late to go back to the promise, man. I, I, I'll take the promise now. I'll take the delayed promise to not watch you get slapped around like this, man. It was pretty pathetic, man. What what do you think about that fight? Well, it unfolded the way I thought it would because Bernard Hopkins is a guy. Um, he's an obviously a really old guy, a really smart guy, uh, really 
And the thing about him is he's really smart about picking the right opponents. And for the most part, he's not going to fight you unless he knows he's going to beat you. Every now, like, he lost to Chad Dawson, who isn't that great, and Chad Dawson's been in decline. It's just the styles didn't match up. Bernard Hawkins had to take the fight. But usually if he chooses you to fight you, if he chooses to fight you, it's because he knows he sees something in your style uh, that he's going to exploit. But I guess the difference now is that it's one thing to be 45 and see something in a guy's style you can exploit. It's another thing to be 49 and see something you can exploit and tell your body to do it, and your body just can't do it anymore. And that's the point we're at with Bernard Hawkins. Mm. And the worst thing about it is that I think – Saturday's result makes Bernard Hopkins versus Roy Jones Jr. Chapter 3 all but inevitable. Mm. You know, I, that's the last thing we need to see is two old guys fighting. And then Roy <laughs> Jones is probably going to rap either before the fight or after the fight just to add extra insult to injury. <laughs> <laughs> so he almost 40 out there trying to box? Uh, almost almost 50. 50. I mean, almost 50 out there trying to box? Yeah, he's 49. Um, but, you know, he's a, he's a slick coon. So, you know, I think he'll be all right. Tell your audience that's actually what Roy Jones said about Bernard Hopkins on the air. He said he's a, what do you call him, a slick old coon? Yeah, slick old coon. <laughs> you know how raccoon, it is. Raccoon, guys. Raccoon. Roy Jones is from the country. Raccoon. Yeah. Short for raccoon. Guys. Everybody, everybody was passing that around like he said something racist on the air. I was like, guys, it's Roy Jones Jr. He fights chickens. Come on, man. Well, exactly, because he could have said the guy was strong like a cock, and it would have been sexual, and the man raises chickens. Yeah. It's a point of fact that game cocks can fight. So um, tell me what's going on with Sportonomics, man. Uh, last time we talked to you, I believe you were just kind of getting it off the ground on Balls Deep. But uh, it's been a while now. You guys are, uh, you know, been doing it for for a minute, man. How, how do you uh, like doing it, um, and uh, how's it going? We're, yeah, man. Well, we're coming up on our one year anniversary. And for you guys that haven't been there, the URL is, uh, thestar.com slash sportonomics. Um, I'd call that a shameless plug, but we all know there's no shame in plugging. Thestar.com slash sportonomics. So basically what we do is every Monday, uh, you know, I produce and I host this video series in addition to writing. Uh, but I produce and I host this video series that just tackles different topics. Uh, regarding the sports industry. So sometimes, um, you know, whether it's marketing, whether it's finance, whether it's fitness, uh, whether it's equipment and the technology that goes into it, it just depends. So, you know, in the last three weeks, uh, we've done a story about um, the NFL's agreement with uh, Bose headphones, you know, and the conflicts that 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 agreement precipitates with guys who are sponsored by Beats by Dre. There's some fine acting in that video. Uh, we did one about, uh, the NCAA suspending Todd Gurley. Um, we did one, uh, that's what we worked on this week. Our man, Corey Erdman of Morning Jones fame. He makes another cameo this week, uh, when we talk about, um, boxing, the boxing industry and whether or not it's time for them to move past the pay-per-view model. So it just depends on the week, but, uh, every Monday, the star.com slash sportonomics, uh, is, is, is where we do it. Um, and it's been fun. It's evolved. Uh, it used to just be kind of a, an extension of the print stories we did. Uh, now we now it's more than an, it's it's more than an extension. Now it's like an added dimension to this print stories we're doing, um, and we're looking forward to uh, getting into some even bigger projects, longer term projects in 2015. So it's exciting. Bookmark the page, the star.com/sportonomics, or you can like us on Facebook as well. Facebook Facebook.com/sportonomics. And uh, the link will be in the show notes that mm-hmm. I did. I put it in the chat also. So you guys uh, visit that page, click on some things, read some stuff. You might learn some things. Um, uh, and also, man, like what's your 
favorite story that you uh covered uh you know so far for sportonomics well it's funny that you asked that because i just got finished making like a, a sportonomics elite eight list because for our our one year anniversary which is next monday a week from monday uh it's going to be kind of like a clip show like you would have on sitcoms you know mm-hmm. uh you know and the print story is kind of counting down my eight favorite stories uh, one of my favorites would have to be the chicken wing taste test that we did with a guy named Furious Pete Javinsky, who's a world champion competitive eater. Uh, what is he so angry about? Right. I don't know why he's, <laughs> I don't, I don't know why he's, well, Furious Pete's story is pretty impressive because Furious Pete, uh, he was a drug addict at one point and an anorexic at one point. Wow. Uh, you know, and he just traded those compulsive behaviors for another set of compulsive behaviors. So now he's a a bodybuilder um, and a competitive eater. Uh, so wow. we ran into him, did the the chicken wing taste test with him. That one might stand out to me only mainly because it's the one time I've ever just been paid to eat as many chicken wings as I felt like eating. You know, and I had to feel guilty about it. Mm. Um, so that's one of them that really stands out to me. Yeah, I wish they paid me to eat. Yeah, I mean that sounds like a man of uh, my own uh, of my own interest, right? Uh, chicken wings, um, and then like also like you know covering sports from an economic or economist angle, um, like is it harder to find stories or is it just like the story or there's just too many stories to cover um, because you know I think a lot of times people only think of sports from just such a flat fan perspective and to me that's almost like the most boring way to cover sports right um and you know and, and plus everybody's doing it you know oh i don't like this guy and you know every sports radio show has the same five topics you know that day is oh should the Cavs break it all up or it's been, t- <laughs> it's been 10 minutes i watched 10 minutes of the Cavs, and i wonder if they should just blow the team up and stuff like that and um you know, I do like people that come at it from different perspectives. You know, people that talk about race, people that talk about uh, economics, people that talk about, uh, you know, sometimes even, uh, you know, morality, uh, depending on what their point of view of morality is, uh, because I find those those topics to be interesting. Um, what about looking at it through economics? Have you always looked at sports this way or is this like a new thing and everything's interesting? Well, you know, even when I was a pure sports writer at the Toronto Star, you know, one of the things that I, I consciously did to set myself apart from the from uh, the rest of the sports writing pack, again, was, as you said, to, to, to look at sports in the bigger picture and look at, you know, because, look, there's any number of places where you can get scores and stats and highlights. The, the other thing that's overabundant on the Internet, um, there's a glut of just opinion, a glut, like, Dude, these hot takes. I have such hot take fatigue. If I read one more hot take uh, by the end of the day, uh, I might punch my computer screen. I never want to be that guy just adding. Right. Sometimes you know? some hot takes are cold. <laughs> exactly. Well, I did. I, I played a game on Twitter the other day. I was just bored, and it was uh, hot takes. Uh, and I was just trying to have the most hot takes in like 10 minutes. Oh, Lord, and, uh, it was just all off of uh, you know micro data, like anything I saw. So you know, if it was if I saw, um, what was like, your hottest take? Uh, the Cavs uh, got it got actually that one got retweeted today by a guy who's in the WWE, um, and he was like, "Get this guy a cheeseburger." But um, <laughs> he, uh, I, I said, um, now that it's been four games, I think 
uh if you can trade kevin love and kyrie Irving and get Dwayne wade and chris bosh you got to do that <laughs> in a heartbeat <laughs> that is a steaming hot take right it was so hot. hot take it was so that's hot a, that's a hot take but to answer your question um one thing is you know covering the the economics of sport has kind of changed the way i, I watch sports because now i'm always looking to see like I'm always looking at logos, trying to see who's sponsoring what and why, and and what are they, and how, and what is the nature of the sponsorship? Is is, is Mercedes Benz sponsoring this low profile boxing match? Are they paying these guys cash, or did they just tell the promoter, hey, you can joyride in this Mercedes uh, for a week in exchange for us putting our symbol all over this thing? Mm. Um, so that's kind of changed the way I, I I watch sports as a fan, the way I consume sports. I'm always looking at guys' equipment too, and their per and, and you know the technology. Um, and the other thing, and this is kind of the beauty of like growing into this sportonomics role, is that I'm able um, to merge not hot takes, but uh, informed opinion with fact, mm. and 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 explore these issues within the series. So just like the the, the video we did this week was looking at um, the University of Georgia's suspension of Todd Gurley. Right or not the right. sorry the NCAA suspension of Todd Gurley, um, and whether or not this was an act of discipline or, with, or was this a business decision by the NCAA, and we can use the sportonomics vehicle um, again not as a platform for hot takes because there's already enough of that on the internet, but for some really intelligent discussion of the business uh, that drives what a lot of people still think is just you know fun and games. Mm-hmm. Or 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 uh, an extracurricular activity in the case of the NCAA. So you know, being being the guy that covers the sports industry, um, you can kind of make that job what you want it to be. Now, the the, the challenge is kind of drawing the limits around uh, the subject matter because so much stuff comes in um, via social media and on the internet, and there's this urge to kind of chase like every sponsorship deal that goes down around the world. And like, if your boss happens to see some third tier hockey team someplace got sponsored uh all of a sudden you got to write about it because canadians we can't get enough of hockey right Mm -hmm. uh but once you start to to narrow your focus um even with the narrower focus uh like me i try to focus on what's local even if i'm writing uh about something that's national or international you know find a local tie-in um yeah and there's there's more than enough to write about sometimes there's, there's not enough time uh in the day to, to, to get to everything you want to get to. Um, yeah. See, that was the thing I was thinking is with it being with, with it being an angle that a lot of people aren't taking, there's got to feel like, well, the, it, I could talk about almost too much, you know, like, yeah, it, it would be like if nobody in sports was talking about race, like you look at every story and be like, but there's an angle here where you're not even, people aren't even exploring. And I feel like, uh, economics and the money in sports is kind of like the, one of the least explored avenues, even though it's so obvious how much money manipulates sports and the idea of, uh, you know, uh, of, of what fans are into, but, but somehow it, it seems to kind of escape the, the, the ma- you know, ma- major notice. Well, fortunately, we have uh, Skip Bayless and, and Stephen A. Smith to talk about race and sports, you know, and they do their best <laughs> yes. to raise the level. They give you the intellectual best. discourse around race in sports. So we got to tip our hats to those two guys. But yes, there, you know, and that was one of the things that happened. Uh, you know, I wound up at the stars in 
at the business department in the Star. Uh, it was against my will, right? I just showed up at work one day as a sports reporter. And the boss was like, yeah, starting next week, you're in business. Bye. And that was that. Um, oh. I, yeah. There's no warning, nothing, no consultation. So I had to, you know, figure out how I could contribute to that department um, in a meaningful way, in a way that didn't insult readers, in a way that gave, you know, the star something other publications didn't have. So, I, you know, I went that route. Um Morgan, how many different jobs have you had there? Because sound like when we talk to you, you kind of floated and rolled, rolled around. They're like, hey, we need a position there. Send Morgan. Yeah, well, that's what it, that's that's what it's been. I'm kind of I'm, I'm finally reaching the point in my career that, uh, you know, I'm making my job into a job that suits. That uses the skills I have to suit myself well myself secondarily but the company first and foremost Mm -hmm. because up to up till now it's just been yeah you know what morgan can do a lot of things so let's just stick him where it's convenient and if he happens to do stuff that's specific to his skill set that's a bonus um which is kind of a backwards way of looking at things like uh what's my man's name bumgarner from the giants what was his first name madison uh i don't watch baseball Help me help you, right? Yeah, it's probably Madison <laughs> Bumgarner. I'm Madison gonna... Bumgarner is a great pitcher, right? Right. So you let him pitch. You take him, you say, this guy's a great pitcher, let him pitch. Like, no baseball team in history says, Madison Bumgarner is a great pitcher, but we need a guy to catch. So, Madison Bumgarner, you're just going to catch all the time. Right. Uh, and if you do a good job catching and, and, and do that job with enough uh, fervor and good cheer and with no attitude, we will reward you uh, by letting you pitch. Mm. Um, which is kind of how my career has been basically, but I think m- between me and like middle management and upper management finally starting to see that actually it's best to just, uh, let the people who are good at something do what they're good at. Right. Their job as opposed to making that their bonus for doing something else. So I'm finally at that point now, but it took a while. Yeah. It took a long time. Now, have you thought I- about, um, getting back into podcasting anymore? You, you, you're out of the game for good. <laughs> I don't know. It's a, it's a, it's, it's, it's a time thing, right? Yeah. I would, cause the people, like, I really respect you guys, you know, cause Rod, I know you're doing this full time, but Karen, don't you still have like a nine to five? Mm-hmm. Like, I really respect the people that work nine to five on a job and then come home and do more creative stuff. Cause I know me, once I finish working, you know, and working out, I just don't have the energy, you know, uh, to do something else creative. It's, um, it's planning, Morgan. I, I clear. It's a lot of, um, Roderick is like, I joke at him, but he, like, he's seriously like my secretary. Like, <laughs> um, because it's, I got like two jobs. Like you said, I work nine to five. I come here. I do this five days a week. Yeah. I do, uh, spinoff shows, you know, then I do other shows. So, you know, stuff got to be put in the calendar. So, you know, sometimes he's like, Hey, don't forget you got such, such the day and, and stuff like that. So it's a lot of organizing and we get up in the morning to work out and I work out in the afternoon, you know, because it's one of those things where you, uh, it's multitasking, but it's something that I love to do. And for us, podcasting is so serious when like family be like oh yeah we're doing such such on saturday we're like hey we record during that time so we're not gonna be at that event yeah we had to turn down many a thing to be like hey you gotta let us know more than just a couple days because we have shit planned you know a lot of times it involves other people um Mm -hmm. but uh yeah you know also i think uh it might also affect you even more because 
it wouldn't really be an outlet necessarily as much for for you, Morgan, because you, right. you're already in an industry that is kind of an outlet for, you know, your opinion and, and to be creative and to come up with different ways. A lot of people, you know, you're in a cubicle. There's just one way to do that job. Right. <laughs> There's no other way. It's yeah. no really, you're not really being creative on the FTP report. Right. <laughs> yeah, you know. And when you do get creative, like, it's like, can you just go back to the old shit? Because yes, we, yes. we understood that report. This this is new shit. Yeah. We don't know how to analyze yeah, it's it. It's like, you're confusing everybody, but but it's helpful. We don't give a fuck about it being helpful. You're confusing everybody. Yeah. Wait, Karen, did I did I hear you say you're on the, the like, a, a, a workout double split? Like, you're doing two days these days? Sometimes I do. Some, sometimes, uh, I'll, uh, me and Roger got this routine where we get up in the morning at, uh, like what, five, forty-five, six in the morning. Yeah. Then we go to the, uh, Y, right. uh, the local YMCA, yeah, do, and do the machines. Then I work all day. And sometimes I come back and I'll, uh, exercise again before a podcast. Yeah. Cause it's one of those things where, man, you have to take care of yourself. And I got a little lazy. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to force myself to exercise because if not, you, you can get in a bad routine where you be like, I'm tired. I got too much shit to do. But I find time to do other things, so I find time to exercise. Right. Yep. Well, that's what I say. That's what I always say. You don't uh, stop training because you get old. You get old because you stop training. Correct. Mm. Yeah. Well, we, yeah. Yeah. We on these two a day sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you know what? It ain't too bad, man. It ain't. It's once also, you get used to it. Well, yeah. Once you get used to it. Like I started playing ball at five in the morning, which is like old man time. I was playing basketball at five in the morning. Uh, oh, people with shit to do. Dude, right. People that got to be to work at seven. Which is my new favorite genre of people to play basketball with. Because I noticed that people without shit to do like to spend a lot of time doing shit that I hate. Like arguing. Arguing. Yes. Play, playing stupid. Yes. Uh, you know, fucking around on the sideline. Um, When you have like a family and the only two and two and a half hours you get into yourself is it comes at five in the morning. You will find a way to to play seriously for two and a half hours without fucking around. And right. uh, if I had realized this at a younger age, I would have been my ass out there when I was even younger. Because th- <laughs> this is much more fun for me because it's actually you get something done. Right. Because they're like, I got to work out. This is the only time I get away from my kids. I get away right. from my wife. You know, this is. And they, they want to win, too, because right. like, it's a finite time. And they're yes. like, it's. Unlike a lot of, like, when I play ball with, with some of these uh, other cats sometimes, you know, and it really even doesn't matter their age, to be quite honest Mm-mm. with you. Um, they, there's like, it, like, when I play at night, there's always this ego element to it where it's like, you know, guys will win the game and then a guy will spend five minutes arguing on the sideline with the team we beat. You know, something like Nobody's that. Nobody's getting paid for this. We at the Y. We pay to be here. What's right. the problem? And I'm a grown adult. But I have to go over and corral this dude like, hey, man, come on, dog. We won the game. I know, man, but he needs to understand that I'm the best. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I, I don't like that's a, a, a empty hole in your soul. You're never going to be able to feel, man. That's like, what I was going to say. A lot of times in pickup basketball, you know, basketball is the byproduct, right? Right. right. What you're there for is to 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 convince yourself you have a second chance uh, to live out all these dreams that went unfulfilled when you were in high school um, and show that hater of a coach that never recognized your greatness. Actually, you really are, you know, among the top 50 players in the greater Charlotte area. You guys all had it wrong when I was in high school. This is what, this is what you run into with, with pickup basketball, which is why I could never really get into it. Yeah. Right. It's a lot of egos. And like I say, in the morning, now I'm not saying those dudes, I mean, there's obviously always going to be a couple people with issues of some type, 
um but i like the issues here more than the the guy who's just like gotta impress everybody issues like uh, this is like we have more like uh maybe there's a guy who's handpacked at home and then he comes out to the court to prove prove something that he's still a man or something you know like yes so you know it's serious issues like that you know yeah but. that's true it's something i realized about uh watching people play basketball people play basketball their personality comes out in how they play basketball i don't think people really realize that like if you're an angry and aggressive person that's gonna show if you're a selfish person that's gonna show if you're a selfless person that's yes. gonna show and I, I don't think a lot of people fail to realize like because i i love to watch basketball and watch people play basketball and if you're dumb that's gonna show if you're smart, that's going to show also. And it's a lot of people, uh, me and Roger talked about this, it's a lot of people that play organ- that play like basketball at the Y that's never played organized basketball, and you can immediately tell you've never played on a team, you just talk. Yeah. I, I was always good at disguising the fact that I never played organized basketball. I was always very good at that, just by being quick and cunning. Yeah. I mean, well, if you play smart, you don't have to yes. worry about most right. Like most smart. of the thing isn't about being good, it's just about being being smart, man. Like um you know, and, and then after a while you just kinda get tired of dealing with the other shit that doesn't have anything to do with basketball. Like we got a guy right now that um he likes to talk to us about how uh he got divorced recently and he's getting on these hoes and <laughs> Oh, what does that guy do with basketball? I don't know, but goddamn man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't want to hear this. You know what I mean? Like me and Justin will will be sitting there talking about something else, warming up, stretching or something, and then he'll just hit us with the like, "Yeah, yeah, man, I'm late because I just came uh I did a midnight run last night." And you're like, "A midnight run?" Uh yeah, I, I was it was a a drunk run. There was all these hot chicks out there and you're like, "All right, dude, I'm going to need you to calm the fuck down." Uh, <laughs> hey Morgan, now you might be getting an echo in there. If you are, uh, I don't like, hear an echo. Do you guys hear an echo? Okay, cool. If you're not, then we're good. I just want to make sure you didn't get one. Good. I'm just, uh, I just have to make sure my, uh, external mic is working. Okay. Yeah. Well, your camera, well, keep the my- Skype on. Don't worry about anything in Spreecast. Like, okay. I muted you in Spreecast. We don't need any audio from there. Just keep the Skype going and the audience will be able to hear you. Okay, perfect. Hold so, on. Get okay. mic. Test, test, test. Right, that's working. Mm-hmm. Um, you so fine. mute. You said mute spreecast. Yeah, you gotta mute it uh, because if not, you'll get you'll get an echo, or our audience will get an echo. Now I already muted your microphone, okay. so don't worry about that. But Did you guys uh, can hear me on Skype. Yeah, you mm-hmm. sound fine, man. Yeah, just leave everything like it is now, and it'll work. Okay, give me two seconds. All right. Okay. Cool. Okay, can you guys hear me now? Yep. Mm-hmm. Perfect. All right. So, um. Yeah, but you know, I, I like the the old crowd now, man. Um, all right, well, let me actually. We should probably start the show, right? Yeah, um, <laughs> we just talking. We just talking like old friends. Listen, uh, this is the Blackout Tips podcast. Find us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Podomatic. Just search the Blackout Tips. We'll come up. Leave us five star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher, and we promise to leave uh to read them on the show Saturday morning when we do our feedback show. The official weapon of the show is the taser and an unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme. And today's podcast is brought to you by shadow dog productions. They've got a behind the scenes video of this week's recording session, uh, where we, uh, all recorded yard sale, Karen, me, Nick, Jew, Vanell, um, John, there were a lot of people there that you guys know who've that been was on the show. Fun. And, uh, they have a little YouTube video behind the scenes of us, uh, 
doing our lives and uh whatnot it's already on the blackouttips.com uh so if you just go there and search sponsor or shadow dog uh it'll come up and uh click on it like it leave a comment it helps the show out mm-hmm. uh and we appreciate everybody that does that we also have our uh sexier sponsor let me find some sex some, music. some sexy music real quick um go to my soul love let's check out chad shepherd you got that magic Get them chairs. <laughs> I like that beat. Oh, that love potion. Fellas and ladies, do you want more? Would you like to get more? Of course you would. You're not stupid. Everybody likes more. You can never get enough. Adam and Eve would like to offer you more. They'd like to offer you 10 free things. 10! That is a lot of free stuff. Uh, the first thing they want to give you is a little sexy gift for her. Then they want to give you a little something for him. And then they want to give you a little something for both of y'all that y'all can share together. Y'all enjoy that. It's on the house. Then they want to give you six, count them six free adult DVDs. We're all adults here. Plus, you can also get free shipping with your adult DVDs, okay? And I like the adult DVDs, man. They're professional. They don't come with that, uh, you know, you don't have to worry about any surprises like you do on the internet when you click on one of these links. You don't know what's going to happen. I know you don't. You know what kind of issues you're dealing with. But when you get that professional stuff, they edit all the bullshit out, guys. You don't have to worry about that. You don't end up, like, wondering, like, oh, was that, uh, was that man supposed to be looking on in the background? I don't know. Well, here you do know, okay? It's all in the cast and all that stuff. Uh, and the free shipping is the best part. The way you get it is easy. You pick out one item. It could be sexy lingerie. It could be a sex toy. It could be uh, something for, for both of y'all to share. They got all kinds of stuff, condoms, you know, be safe out there, everybody. Um, and uh, you just get that one item, put it in your cart, and put it in the check. When you go to checkout, you put in the code TBGWT. To get your 10 free things. That's tbgwt at adamandeve.com. Do it. Treat yourself. You got that magic girl. Got that you got that. You got that magic cabinet. Oh, I like this. Get him, Chaz. Mm-hmm. Well, who, what was the name of that artist again? That was Chaz Shepard. Chaz Shepard. Yeah. Y'all got, y'all got to get on Spotify, man. Follow me on Spotify. Rod space tbgwt, guys. Y'all got to. Get up on some of these lists I got. Y'all, y'all, fuck with your boy. All right. Let's talk about different things that happened today. All okay. Right? Let's do it, sir. Um, first of all, I found, I saw a commercial for Papa John's Frito Chili Pizza. That sounds disgusting. They take Fritos, fr- chili Fritos, and put them on a pizza. They do what? Yeah. You know, the, the chips, fr- chili Fritos. Yikes. Yeah. People but, pay for that? But, but here's the thing, like, why would you give money to that when you can just get high and do that yourself <laughs> like everyone has been doing from the beginning of time? Like, that, like that is what people that get high eat is stuff like chips on the top of a pizza that you probably like, let's get in, the, in there too long and burn anyway and fall asleep. But the point being, like, 
that's where we're at with food now is just frat boys are uh inspiring the new the new food chili frito pizza that don't even sound good yeah no but if that takes off again that's a triumph of marketing that as you said they're able to get people to pay for something that they do for themselves anyway but i you know it's an extension of you know of of the society that we live in that that also gets us to pay for water right for drinking water so this is actually a very natural next step well fox news is reporting that they tried the new fritos chili pizza and it's good Mm. yeah Mm mm-hmm uh so i guess uh now you can trust fox news Mm-mm. as uh one of the most unbiased sources <laughs> here's their uh here's their, their their video segment on it i'm ashley devorkin welcome to foxnews.com's chew on this when it comes to game day foods pizza and chili come out on top but usually aren't eaten together until now Papa John's has teamed up with snack food giant PepsiCo to create the Fritos Chili Pizza. Like a Frito pie, it has hearty beef chili, crunchy corn Frito chips, and cheddar cheese. But this bad boy also has mozzarella, and it's all heaped on a regular pizza crust for easy eating. So does it basically taste like a Frito pizza instead of Frito pie? Well, this slice has so much stuff on it. Let's give it a try. Mmm. It's gooey and very crunchy. And it's kind of like a super cheesy Frito pie. It's definitely messy, but it's game day. Pack some extra napkins. That is damn good advertising. Okay, so hold on, Rod. Um, so maybe this is like a, a, maybe I lack cultural capital here, right? But she said Frito pie as if, Frito pie is something that doesn't bear further explanation. Like we're all supposed to know what a Frito. Am I supposed to know what a Frito pie is? I don't know what a Frito pie yeah, is, and some, I'm fat. Yes, if I said some places in the country, uh, they refer to pizza as a pie, like they call it like a pizza pie. No, no, no. no but she she said she said Frito, Frito pie. pie. Oh, like oh, oh, like a pumpkin pie. Say, right. Yeah, she would say she said Frito pie like you would say you know Coke. Like we're just yeah. all supposed to know what a Frito pie is. Well, yeah, you go to the store, cop you a Frito pie. <laughs> Yeah, and and I and I think the thing is like, I ain't trying to be funny. Once you get to the point in your life where you're concerned about your health and you start working out and exercising, you know, drinking more water, eating right, got more energy and shit like that, you look at that like, hmm. A, I look at the calories that I gonna have to work off to get off my body, and then B, you're going that looks disgusting. Yeah, my problem is just that it looks disgusting. It's not even about health or any of that shit. It and it the my and also it's an insult because it's so lazy. Like right, you made a pizza and you sprinkled Fritos on it, and you want to charge me for that? I, I can buy a bag of Fritos and order a pizza. Like I could buy a big ass bag of Fritos and, and double the cost of the pizza. Right, yes. right. now that's some sportonomics because you notice how they try to throw in the game day thing. Like, dude, bros, it's for game day. Woo! Yes. Like also, I don't know. I does. Does Papa John's have a deal with like Fritos, the Fritos, the brand? Mm. Yeah. With, they I wouldn't be surprised. Like the, the Costco brand. Right. I wouldn't Fritos be surprised because they also said they they teamed up with PepsiCo. PepsiCo who so. actually uh, is connected yes, with Frito-Lay and Taco mm-hmm. Bell. You know, like that whole giant KFC. Mm-hmm. All of them are underneath the same umbrella. Now, I don't see these commercials anymore because I watch NFL Red Zone. Right. So and, I get uh, no commercials they, yeah, for eight so hours. They don't, they don't show any commercials, so... 
I'm assuming they must, they probably go the extra mile and play the Fritos pizza commercial during the games to make oh, you want to yeah. order the Fritos pizza, you know, wash it down with a Pepsi. That's my guess. Um, but yeah, I saw that and I thought that was mm. the most disgusting thing. I, I like Papa John pizza, but oh, that looks nasty. Yeah. Um, you know, did y'all see the, um, highlights? I went out Saturday. We watched some games, uh, some college games because my, my boy had some, a friend in town. Um, and we've, we've taken the habit of watching Ohio State games because they're all from Cleveland and shit. Um, even though they only cheer for Ohio State, but not the Browns somehow, but whatever. <laughs> um, but yeah, but yeah, so we went out and watched the game or whatever. And, um, there was this one dude playing in the Oregon game <laughs> that, uh ran back a kick return uh all the way to like the point oh oh one yard line and just dropped the ball and then <gasps> ran and then he ran in and celebrated because he he didn't cross the line with the ball oh i heard about that i didn't see it i heard about it yeah and the rest were like on top of it they didn't call the touchdown and after like maybe 10 seconds the defense realized hey they never called the touchdown they picked up the ball, ran it all the way back, and they scored the touchdown. Correct. This motherfucker was st- celebrating in the end zone the whole time. Like <laughs> he the, wasn't paying no attention. Yeah, and and like the new celebration appears to be uh, miming that you're eating. Like that seems to be the thing that the kids are doing. Like you take, you know, like a spoon. Like you, oh, I'm eating right now. You know, you do the gesture <laughs> towards your mouth. Um, and I, and, and I saw like so many celebrations and, and, and touchdowns and it's like they take, they strip so much celebration out of college. Right. That the only thing they have left is the eating gesture, the, you know, they walk towards the, I don't even think you can go to your knees in the end zone unless you're praying. Like it's a bunch of weird shit. So when they run towards the sideline towards a team, that's when they celebrate by doing their like jump on everybody, pretend to be eating. Um, except for this dude. This dude had a 12-step celebration. Like, ah! he walked in, like, he flapped his arms, then he did eating, then he did point to the name on the back of the jersey, point to the name on the front of the jersey, did a little dance. The whole time, they run, the other team's running the ball back for a touchdown. So he was just oblivious to the action behind his back. Him and two of his teammates who got oh. roped in because they were like, yeah, you did it, buddy. <laughs> and I was thinking, like, <laughs> were they thinking that the crowd was that excited by their celebration the whole time? Because you know the crowd had to be like, oh, 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 my God. And, and they're just like, yeah, that's right. That was a crazy touch. The man, they are still going off. Right. This is cr- and, and we're the away team. Right, yeah. We're we not even supposed to be doing this. Right. And then, like, the final straw for me was, um, you know, after all that shit, uh, when, when he got pulled over by the coach, he really did a hand gesture like what? <laughs> like, like, well, how was I supposed to know that I didn't score a touchdown, man? Come on, anyone can make that mistake, and then they well, lost. Hey, he three. has a point. Get out that man's back, right? He was only following in the footsteps of Deshaun Jackson, who had the exact same thing happen to him in what would have been, I think, his first NFL touchdown. Yeah, mm-hmm. he just tossed the ball away at the half a yard line, but he had the sense to toss that ball out of bounds. So that Philly retained possession at the one yard line or whatever it was, and they got the touchdown. Mm-hmm. You can't look. This kid can't control the physics of the football. <laughs> he thought the ball was going to bounce out of bounds or at least through the end zone. And he did it for money, so Deshaun still wins. Like right, like this dude embarrassed himself for free, which is the worst way <laughs> like to embarrass. To get yourself. embarrassed. But my thing was, um, I didn't think the celebration was that was that good. It was excessive, 
but what i would have done like i'm practicing right well what i was thinking though is some and maybe somebody a college player listening to this can do this and you can get on sports center this weekend man um someone needs to take the eating celebration further like you need the pantomime like silverware uh you know washing your dishes putting up your plate Ah, like the the house vacuum cleaning what's happening here start with cooking I mean, you know, like, get, like you open up the pot, looking, looking at your pasta, a yeah, bowl. Yeah. Get like, put checking a, all your rice, put a napkin in your Jersey, like for a bib. And then you cut yourself some, some food and you eat some and you rub your tummy like, mm, that's good. And you put the dishes away, you know, like do the whole thing. Ah, I love you, dishwasher. Yeah. You'll get on sports center. You're welcome. You could also be about to eat and then stop and then put on hand sanitizer. Yeah. You and know, then get started again. Dude, I got ideas, Brace. man. Then like, get started again. Stand it like do one where you stand in line for Chipotle. <laughs> you know, like order a burrito and then eat that shit, man. Like it's order a burrito. It's a ton of. If you're gonna take the eating celebration, don't do the same shit. Everybody, oh, I got a fork. I'm eating, guys. Everybody can do that. But if you start actually like cooking a vegan meal <laughs> right there, like ah! through twelve steps, I feel like um. It's worth the excessive celebration penalty. Oh yeah, you gonna get it for the delayed game by that time, by that yeah. all that time. It's worth that, but also uh, you'll be on Sports Center, man. That's what's most important to sports. That because you're playing for exposure, right? And there's no greater exposure than getting on Sports Center, dude. I'm Correct. telling you right now, if I play college football for free, uh, every touchdown is gonna be ridiculous. So, like I'm like they like they gonna have to stop putting me in the game because I'm just <laughs> I'm just trying to go to the NFL. I want as many people to know my name yes. as possible. Like this dude is ridiculous. He humped the goalpost last week. <laughs> what is he gonna do this week? You know, like that's what I'm trying to do, man. Um, all right. Uh, also another thing I saw on Twitter. Uh, and this is one of those like Black Twitter events. Um, oh, is this good or bad? I was, it's uh, probably bad, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, you know, like when we uh, work out in the morning and stuff, mm-hmm. um, or like today when I play basketball at 5 a.m., like I come home keyed up, try to do some things, clean the house up, go mm-hmm. go to the store, get get the food to cook, all this stuff. You know, I do, I try to do my, my house husband duties. Mm-hmm. But then by like noon, I'm fucking exhausted. And then I'm just like, if I don't sleep now, I'll just, you know, like I'll pass out while we do the show. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I, you know, I took a little nap. Uh, Karen came home, brought us some food. Um, you know, woke up. Um, and, uh, everybody was going off about a few hot topics. Uh, the first hot topic was women. They had a picture of three women proposing to men. And everybody was upset by this. Okay. I don't understand what's upsetting about it because I feel like that's, um, isn't, are we trying to move towards equality and moving away from just gender roles just because like, it's not like seeing someone else's relationship should really affect your relationship. If I saw two, uh, men proposing to each other, I don't go, Oh, get this away from me. I'm offended <laughs> at the sight of y'all's love. Like, it was, but people had a very visceral reaction to the imagery of it. Um, and then everyone started psychoanalyzing the people in the pictures with no evidence at all. And it got so ugly on Twitter. Like I had to block people. It, it got crazy. But I mean, if people needed evidence, then it wouldn't be Twitter, right? 
That yeah, that's true. That's, that's what Twitter is for. Like, it, of course, the woman is desperate, right? Because cause all no men that propose are ever desperate. That like obviously, <laughs> men all men who propose are like just taking our time, got it all figured out. Um, another dude told me, um, well, obviously uh the women are proposing but and it's offensive because what if the men aren't ready to be proposed to uh so the woman is always ready when yeah. a man proposes that, to that's what a proposal is you're guessing if they're ready <laughs> you're proposing it's not a forced marriage it's a hey what do you think about this so what's 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 the context uh of the pictures of the proposal are these public proposals the private proposals uh some of them look public like uh, one was at a party for sure okay um like uh actually i might be able to find that tweet and put the pictures in the chat but yeah it was you know i would say the proposals look public to me um like at, at a party but nothing that was beyond the pale like it wasn't like they were proposing in front of a stadium of people it looked like maybe a close gathering of friends it's like a woman would get on one knee or something and people took it it, it, uh, here's the, uh, let me, uh, link y'all to this, uh, some of these pictures, but people just took it so, like, women, like, cause, like, here's one of the things people tell me, and several men said this, women shouldn't propose cause women can't handle rejection. Nigga, what? But, here's the thing. So, so, wait, so, yeah. so, so the men who propose and get rejected, they take that well? Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Cause, now I'm to understand. I want to. Yeah, I was like, so how would a woman handle it any different from a dude? Right. Because no one seems to handle public humiliation and rejection yeah. the best. If, if you're looking at any gender, it's not like men have a fucking, you know, like we monopolize the public right. humiliation mm-hmm. ring. And and that that that's my issue. Whether it's the man proposing to the woman or the woman proposing to the man, that's my issue with uh, the public proposal in the first place. Because the person proposing in public, to me, while we're on this topic of like dime store psychology, I'm at least like quarter store, mm-hmm. uh, dollar store psychology. But the guy that uh, proposes in public, the person that proposes in public, is the person that's scared. Uh, not quite sure that the partner is going to say yes. So I propose in public because the public just always wants someone to say yes. Mm-hmm. They want to see this. They think. The, the the engagement is a happy ending and not the beginning of something because no one yes no one ever um thinks about you know what the next 60 years are going to be like they don't know which of these two is a psychopath they don't know which of these two is a, uh, a pathological liar so like, oh i just want to see somebody say yes and the the person proposing knows that so yeah if if i'm scared my woman's going to say no i do it at a baseball game because i'm going to have 50,000 people or 40,000 if you're in toronto uh telling this woman she needs to say yes yeah, well, what's weird to me, I mean, I also am not a fan of the public pro- uh, proposal, but it's your relationship, right? So right. I don't, at the same time, I don't, I also don't give a fuck, which to me should be the unifying bond on all this shit. Like all <laughs> of us should not care this much about other people's relationships. I had several men hit me up like, well, you know, my woman, I wouldn't date a woman that would propose to me. It's like, because you're not dating a woman, that, what, what the fuck are you talking about? you know what i mean like like that's like uh yeah you know i wouldn't date a crocodile yeah yeah you have a choice in your life where you don't have to deal with this like you can just i'm assuming you would have a talk with somebody and go hey i do not want to be proposed to i don't date women that i think will propose to me and then you can make a decision there when she's like well i'm gonna propose to your ass you can go well then we don't have to date the end 
you know but um and the, and some two of the pictures are just a couple and one of them's at a party so it's not even necessarily public you know like like that maybe they had a photographer or something which isn't that strange sometimes people want to capture the moment mm-hmm. um and whatnot but um to me i'm like we if we're going down this path where eventually we would got like to get to the point where women are paid the same where uh there's equality amongst the the sexes um in in the ways that we can that we can like provide that in society yes then this is going to be at some point just a thing that people do it's only three women so it's not some type of epidemic or trend it's just three separate cases and i've seen these pictures like each one of these pictures at different times over the last year so i mean if if this is a thing where where some woman and some dude have decided to do this for their relationship i don't get why that's so threatening to anyone else's relationship in fairness this third picture you're showing us that that looks like a man uh who's won a bet (laughs) his his smugness he's lording this over her you know, he said, I bet you I won't propose to your ass. I bet you propose to me first. And then she comes and <laughs> I told you. The whole look about him says, I told you. I told you so. You know, what, you know what's funny, and, man. And the time it better be big. This is, is what his whole demeanor says. This is also one of the most unfounded fears. Because all these dudes that were mad, I was looking at their avatars. You never have to worry about this. <laughs> no woman is ever going to propose to your ashy ass ever Although, but that's what ah. I would have said about the guy in picture number three Th- that dude was probably not on Twitter talking about it ain't going to ever happen <laughs> you see his face you see his face he yeah. looks like finally exactly yes he's you not know. he wasn't tweeting about no ignorance I, that dude was on Twitter like I retweet 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 and and then like tagging his girlfriend in it you know what I mean like yep. Um, but yeah, and then like the the idea of men handling rejection better. One in three women that is murdered is murdered by somebody she loves. Right. right. Not even looking at rape statistics, which I think rape is um there's a there's an issue with rejection when someone says no. Mm-hmm. And uh, I feel like if you sexually assault them, you did not handle that well. Right. So, so I would throw all that in there and go. I'm not so sure men handle anything better than women. When it comes to rejection, I think people, people are all human. Right. Yeah, but Twitter is um, not the place for empirical data or, or, or observation-based opinions, man. Twitter is a place for the hottest of hot takes. We know this. Yeah, it was so... I, like, <laughs> so many hot takes, man. It, like, I was telling people, I don't even consider myself a liberal or progressive, but when but there's so many people that are crazy, Yes. Like when you're just talking to somebody and you realize like this dude's fucking insane and, and uh, it makes you look like some type of radical person because you just have a normal ass like, well, it shouldn't matter if two people love each other. What does it matter? Well, listen, man, um, <laughs> you're not going to be able to talk. Like one dude was like, um, I made the comparison because he was like, it's just tradition, you know, and the, the house needs a leader and, and, and all this shit. And I was like, well, first of all, that's very old school thinking. Not everybody's relationship needs a quote unquote leader, like one person to make all these decisions and shit. Um, then the other thing, um, tradition, there, there's a lot of shit that's traditional that's fucked up. Ain't that, that the that truth? That we have let go. It used to, it used to be a time where if you would have had Twitter in 1958 and you would have put out a picture of a black man proposed to a white woman, you would have had a whole lot of the similar t- type of comments. 
right around that and and the, offending everyone's sensibilities and this dude was like man you can't even compare those two i was like oh how dare i compare your sexism to racism my fault <laughs> I'm tripping. I'm tripping. I mean, you compare you can compare sexism to sexism. A lot of it, you could say it's tradition. You know, if you have this kind of money to hire help and then to sleep with the help right you know, behind your wife's back. Tradition. Yeah, men with money and power traditionally do doesn't make it right. Doesn't make it normal. Yeah, people would just panic and do like it. It felt like everybody was like, "But if I don't have this patriarchy, what do I have left, Rod?" How, <laughs> this is the last life raft on the titanic and i'm clinging to this bitch right because they don't take everything else from us yeah i can't let this go man i got to i got to have this you got to let me be sexist and my thing is you can be sexist to your one woman if that's right. what she's into y'all go find you a woman that's into that same level of sexism misogyny gender roles whatever you want to call it make yourselves a tacit agreement and you propose you don't have to worry about it like dudes were walking around like women were randomly gonna pop out rings <laughs> while we were like you just right. walking in the mall and a woman just goes aha will you marry me and then you just like oh i have no choice it's too many people oh she got me y'all she now i'm on one of these memes she got me everybody <laughs> Like, oh, now, does, does this mean the women get the penises? Oh, no. <laughs> Am I going to get pregnant? Am I going to get pregnant now? Like, come on, fellas. God damn. Dumbass black Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was, that was, that was probably the worst story on black Twitter today. All right. Now let's talk about the second worst story. Apparently, Kim Kardashian mm-hmm. said she was going to, um, uh, I guess blow up the internet. Uh, at least that's what Paper Magazine said. Break the internet. Um, with Paper Magazine, uh, put her on the cover and basically they just had her, uh, showing her greased up hammocks, uh, ham hocks all up on the, um, all up on the screen. Um, I put it in chat for you guys. Um, but it says break the internet. Kim Kardashian is just her butt. Um, obviously it's been somewhat photoshopped and all that stuff. I mean, like mm-hmm. pretty much everything on a magazine cover. Uh, most outrageous thing about this is that $10 in the corner. <laughs> now that offends me. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I'm sorry, but, uh, you won't be seeing my 10, but, uh, you know, she glazed herself up, took a night, you know, took yeah, a picture. She did. She's very oily. Right. And of course this turned into a lot of, uh, uh blue ivy versus um northwest uh, a lot of people were talking about that whose mom is what better how does what does one have to right i was like how mm-hmm. do kids get into it beyonce what does one have to do with the other i don't get it it became beyonce versus kim Car- kim kardashian man i don't know why the internet makes like they have decided that th- this is gonna be a thing like <laughs> beyonce versus kim kardashian that's gonna be a thing for our lives man i don't even know what like why we it has to be a thing and maybe someone can i actually don't don't explain it to me i don't want to know why but they've decided that that is going to be a thing beyonce put out a picture the other day um and which she's now being accused of photoshopping or whatever but i think celebrities pretty much photoshop all that's what i was gonna say at what point are we gonna accept that celebrities don't put out any photo any photo that's not photoshopped right i mean and why would they it's not like it's not like like you said, Twitter's the home of the hot take. It's not like yes. we've, we've shown this ability to be really reasonable and be like, you know, cellulite is okay, everybody. They're just going to be like, look at her. She's getting fat. 
oh she's so ugly i would never sleep with that dime piece woman that would be the hottest woman i ever seen in my life right well also look if i can pay somebody or just had a bunch of people volunteering to make me look better looking than i already than i am in real life Mm -hmm. then i would do it i would do it i would do it and then when people met me in real life they'd say he's not as good looking as he is in the pictures but it'd be too late because you'd be so in love with me that you would think that i was better looking you would th- you look at me and see me as as good looking as the pictures told you I, if, if i had that kind of money i would absolutely do it and i wouldn't even feel any shame about it you know what's crazy yeah. to me is i still saw that damn concert on the run on hbo uh-huh she was looking good as hell in that and you can't photoshop a concert you like okay sure she fine i don't even know why mm-hmm. we even need to debate it but you know that's the picture so everyone was comparing those two pictures and all this stuff and talking about who's a better mom and all this weird shit uh naya rivera who used to date big sean and she's of uh glee f- fame she was on the show glee uh she went on kill kardashian's instagram after she posted uh her pic after kim posted this picture of her on this magazine so meanwhile on instagram yippee yippee Mm -hmm. uh nayara rivera left a comment that said kim kardashian uh it says i normally don't but you're someone's mother and and I, you know what? I don't. Why, why do people think once you pop out a baby, you can't be sexy, you can't be attractive? You might as well just cover yourself up and go in the house. Like, kid, like kids just ruin everything about you and your sex and sexuality. Yeah, you you had a sexy ass mama, right? Nothing else. You're someone's yeah. You're someone's mom, so you can't have a butt. Yeah, that man. disappears when you have a kid. Right. I don't get it. Oh, and plus, like, listen, when your main claim to fame is that you used to date Big Sean, your credibility on on any number of issues is shot. Right. Right. You don't get to you don't get to, like, call anyone out. <laughs> right. No. Like, you have to chill out. But, yeah, man, she called her out, um, said, you know, this, I'm not a fan of your your style of motherhood where you're still sexy and, and not ashamed of your body. I need you to, to, to get a little bit more humble. And, uh. Kill Kardashian in true Kardashian fashion didn't respond because Naya Rivera's not on her fucking radar. Correct. <laughs> she Who probably just she? think that's another comment on Instagram. Like she don't even know that that's right. somebody famous. Anytime that uh, <laughs> Kim K posts and stuff, it's instantly a uh, thousand likes and a thousands fuck you bitches. Yeah. Oh my god. But uh, yeah, I, I, that was that broke the internet as well. Uh, but by the way, I don't think it'll break the internet. I don't know if you guys heard this, but I found this out today. Kim Kardashian has a sex tape. Did yeah. you know that? Yeah, heard that today. Found that out. She got a sex tape, Karen. And <laughs> does does Kanye know? Because, you know, they married. Right. Yes, they are. Yeah, like, uh, I hope he knows about this sex tape because, I mean, that could be quite a doozy to a marriage to find out that someone has a sex tape. And I, I heard Ray J's in it. Brandy's little brother. Ah, <laughs> and he filmed it. Yeah, that's what I heard. That's I haven't seen it myself, but word on the street you know i hey tell people if you if i mean maybe we can get this confirmed if anybody <laughs> knows uh you know i you know the sources i couldn't find it on the internet when i tried to google kim kardashian sex tape so y'all let me know if that exists or whatever uh but yeah word on the street she got a sex tape so uh I, i'm surprised that didn't break the internet you know but this will her showing her ass um all right uh Nicki Minaj another uh pop star 
she's in the news apparently her video for only have y'all heard the song only Mm-mm. uh you heard it uh you heard it uh morgan no nah, uh, man i barely heard anaconda man all right all right let me the play video a, is everything let me play a little bit of only for you guys uh get everybody hip to the to the game Y'all, I never fuck Wayne, I never fuck Drake. All my life, man, fuck sake. If I did, I'm a nudge with him and let him eat my ass like a cupcake. My man fool, he just ate. I don't duck nobody but tape. Gear, that was a setup for a punchline on duct tape. Worry about my butt fake. Worry about y'all niggas are straight. These girls are my sons, John, John and Kate. Alright, so <laughs> Oh, that beat goes hard. Her rapping is yeah, but that beat, I like that beat. So much going on there. Yeah. Yeah, it was a lot going. It was cupcakes and three ways and yeah. everybody's the fact that she told that was a setup mm-hmm. for a punchline on duct tape, like how dumb do you think your audience is if they couldn't <laughs> figure out that was a setup for a punchline on duct tape? You made the duct tape punchline. Yeah. My Shit. man my man fool, he just ate. I don't duck nobody but tape. Yeah, that was a setup <laughs> for a punchline on duct tape. Yeah, it's not like all jokes aside, not like her audience is the sophisticated crowd. Right, but still, mm-hmm. man. Um, but uh, and I fucks with her, but yeah, yeah, it's just not complex music. Well, the problem is they have a video with it as well, and uh, the video is said to have some um, Nazi imagery um and uh you know uh she went on she like she got called out for it and when i saw it i was like i guess like you know like it wasn't like to me i was like i didn't know that was off limits to have nazi imagery in your thing unless you were like i don't know of the nazi ideals right because to me it's like you know when we get mad at indiana jones uh, you know like oh no these no they didn't you know um but uh apparently yeah, ain't that young money for the ym yeah young money yeah. yeah well i guess it's now if she had if if the video was her like fighting some nazis mm-hmm. and like rapping at them until their brains explode and they all die mm-hmm. and she's triumphant then people wouldn't complain it's the fact that mm, she, seems, can only she be, seems to be aligning herself with these people that whose logo looks like the Nazi logo. They can That's only it. be bad guys. Right. You can't, you can't be on that. But see, to me, what I was thinking is like, um, I mean, obviously she apologized. So, I mean, I'm not defending her decision. But to me, I was just thinking like it looks like a Cobra in right. G.I. Joe or, you know, any anonymous quote unquote bad guys. Right. Yeah, and, like and, you know, there's like fucking Sith lords next to her on a fucking throne. I like, and, I didn't go. Well, oh, no, she must be a Jedi now. No, those Jedi were all over Nazi Germany. You didn't know? Oh shit, word. Oh, yeah, I didn't man. know that. Yeah, well, hey, I didn't know Kim Kardashian had a sex tape. And, I, just and, now. And, <laughs> and, and did they have um, cupcakes back in Nazi Germany? Like, I don't understand. 
I don't know. Like, they had the young money. Oh, the lyrics. I don't think I have anything to do with it. Right. That. So that's which why is I, another reason. Yeah, you're right, Karen. I right. would it would have never crossed my mind to be like, no, obviously they're Nazis because to me, I'm like, well, the lyrics don't talk about that. Correct. I would have looked at this and not thought about it because I'm like, what? Why are you getting this goddamn connection? And I'm listening to what she's saying and watching right. the video, and it's just like a a, a look an anime cartoon. Now that was my <laughs> first thought. Now my second thought is. Obviously, it is some Nazi-inspired shit because they said it was. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, she said, uh, let's see, uh, hours after she took full responsibility for the Nazi imagery and her lyrics uh, video for the new single only, the video director um, has said that he will not ask for forgiveness for his content and admitted to being inspired by Nazi emblems. Part of me wonders, like, how much is Nikki involved in the lyric video because it's just cartoons. And then the lyrics pop up. So it's not like her, she's actually in it. No, she's not. I'm sure she saw it, but I wonder mm-hmm. if she was like, oh, cool, you went with the Nazi angle. That's what I wanted to do. Or if she was like actually involved or, you know. Well, Nicki Minaj kind of has a, has a history of being oblivious to this kind of stuff. No, doesn't she? Didn't she have the, the cover to the single where she had the picture of Malcolm, Malcolm X? She was posing like Malcolm X. I'm shocked to myself that I know this much about Nicki Minaj, but. Mm-hmm. Um, it speaks to the fact that she's pretty good at missing the point on right. uh, historically sensitive stuff. Yeah, yeah. she's like, I'm an artist. I just show up. I whatever y'all ask me to do, that's what I do. And I make this cake and all the other shit. I, sh- you know, it's like I hire people to inform me that this shit is not culturally sensitive. Now, as somebody who watches Adult Swim, I picked this up. She says that it was influenced. It's supposed to be influenced by Metal Apocalypse, which is a cartoon on Cartoon Network. Yes, it is. And it does look like that to me. Mm-hmm. And that was the only thing I thought was like, oh, okay. I guess she went with that angle. But then, the mess. Then I turned it off because the song is terrible, and I'm not watching five minutes of the lyrics to a terrible song. Right. And but the mass public don't know what the fuck Metal Apocalypse is. Yeah. So, um, both the producer and the person in charge are overseeing the lyric video. One of my best friends and videographer, A. Lucas, happened to be Jewish. I didn't come up with the concept, but I'm very sorry to take full responsibility if it offended anyone. I'd never condone Nazism in my art. Uh, so she basically, in a way, said, I'm, I'm sorry, but I didn't, I didn't even know. Um, and that's when Jeffrey Osborne, um, who was the video director, said, first, I'm not apologizing for my work, nor will I dodge the immediate question. That's why I can't be working with artistic people, man. Like, they eat principles and shit. They don't want to eat. Right. They don't mind, you know, they don't give a fuck about being hungry. Yeah, go out there and apologize so we can get these checks, dog. He was like, nay, I say, the flags, the armbands, and the gas masks, and perhaps my use of symmetry are all representative of Nazis. The video director said that his sentiments were his own and did not reflect those of Minaj, her label Young Money, uh, who, who logo he's emblazoned on red armbands, similar to a swastika, or the other artists who appeared in the song, Drake, Lil Wayne, and Chris Brown. And you know- well, if that was Jeffrey Osborne, all he had to say was, uh, I know it looks like that, but what we have is much more than they can see. <laughs> Beer all week, folks. Thank you, Charterville. Oh, yeah, I, I appreciate that. Charterville. Oh, you know, and, and all he did was fuck his money up because they were like, "We will never work with you again." Yeah, um, honestly, I would never work with him again. Right? He'd be like, "Where did we go wrong?" I would say, right. "When your ass went out there and made that statement." Be like, "Uh, he gonna show up? Like, yeah, we ready for the next?" No, no, it's please escort him out. He gonna swipe yeah. his badge. He's gonna be like, "Dang, dang!" Mm-hmm. Hey, y'all go come and talk to him. Be like, "Hey, dog, um, call at us." 
Uh, as far as the explanation, I think it's actually important to remind younger generations of atrocities that occurred in the past as a way to prevent them from happening in the future. Bullshit. <clears throat> Sorry. And the most effective way <laughs> to connect those people today is through social media and pop culture. So if my work is misinterpreted because it's not a sappy tearjerker, sorry, I'm not sorry. What else is trending? <laughs> mm, so he stood up for that one, man. Um, he also said, what's also American is the First Amendment, which I unexpectedly succeeded in showing how we willfully squeeze ourselves out of that right every day. So he went First Amendment right. They always got to do that. I hope I'm never in a situation in my life where I literally bring up the First Amendment incorrectly like so many people do. Yeah, because they don't know what the fuck it really means. Yeah, like they're always like, my First Amendment rights is like, this is not the government. This is commercial, motherfucker. No it's one's throwing you in jail correct. because you said or did some dumb shit. Stop. Yep. Yes, you said it. That's your part of the First Amendment so right. So I, I can't tweet about raping Carrie Ch- Champion? Oh, now I'm the asshole. What about my First Amendment rights? I'm like, <laughs> Yeah, you put it out there, but... Yeah, did President Obama show up and put you in jail? No? Well, then shut the fuck up. This is our First Amendment rights to tell you you're stupid. Right. What about that? Don't people understand? (sighs) Anyway, Nicki Minaj apologized for that Nazi shit. She just needs to apologize for them lyrics, man. Oh, ain't they terrible? Yeah. Like, uh, I was more offended by that. Also, like, shouldn't Drake and Lil Wayne and them be all offended? Because all of them start their verse with, like, I didn't fuck. I didn't fuck Nicki. I didn't fuck Wayne. And then it's like they go on the lyrics. Like, whatever, Mm man. Um, This is the third day of this story. Hello. Little story I like to call Kajik Gate. You guys call it what? Kajik Gate. A uh, man at a Kajik, Kojik, I guess, prevent convention. I pronounce it Kojik in my family, but go ahead. Okay, Kojik. Kojik Gate. Says, uh, I'm not gay no more. I like women, women, women. That dude. You guys yeah. remember him? Yeah, uh, we did the remix yesterday. Yeah, I guess we should revisit. I guess we got to go through the videos again. Uh, <laughs> That's completely up to you. Nah, this has been. Everybody done heard it by now. It's been heavily requested, Karen. Oh. I didn't get around to seeing that video until this morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's news to, to Morgan because Morgan's been working. You know, but, I've been seeing it pop up. In, you know, I've been seeing it pop up in, in you know in Facebook and stuff, but I hadn't actually hit play till this morning. Yeah, let me uh, let me hit play on it, man. I like the um, remix. All right, here's the regular version. Uh, oh, they took the video down. Oh, well, I'll be down. Oh. I guess oh, they too, uh, too many people still was watching it. Well, yeah, they made that one private. Uh, so I guess, <laughs> I guess, oh. Kojic, it finally got through to the to the church where they was like, oh, oh, pe- oh people, people joking. Not, yeah, people not watching this because it's good. <laughs> they watching this because it's they bad. Joking. <laughs> Oh, then somebody was like, uh, Pastor, you might want to take that video down. Oh, my God. They took it down, dog. Oh, yeah, wow. I bet you somebody finally got back back to them. But like, y'all, y'all know they talk about y'all on Facebook and Twitter. I wonder if they had to take it down, too, because, like, uh, here's the thing. Like, there's a moment in the video that I noticed where he says, like, come on, everybody. If y'all not going to believe in this, then don't blah, blah, blah. And I was like, wait a minute. The church don't even believe in you can turn the gay dude straight. Why the fuck are y'all doing this then? Like, stop. If the church is laughing, those are the only people that should believe in it. You well, know? he also, uh, what what amazed me was that he paid the guy at the end. He mm. said, if all this wasn't enough, here's your reward. Well, he said he was, straight. Here's your $100. Anyone else that has money want to give this guy 
will continue to bribe him straight, which had me wondering what I got to do just to get a, or not do mm-hmm. to get a pastor to pay me. Right. Yeah. Give me some money to not kiss dudes, man. I never kiss dudes. Give me some money. Right. <laughs> yeah. Come on, man. I need, what is it, a hundred? <laughs> okay. Here's a video. You need God to do. He just told you it's done right now. What did you come here for? What did you come down here for? Tell me. To get delivered more. To get delivered. Do you believe that the Lord tonight has set you free? Yes, sir. Turn around and tell those people. Tell them. I'm not gay no more. I am delivered. I don't like men no more. I said I like women. Women, 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 women. I said women. I'm not gay. I would not date a man. I would not tear a purse. I would not put on makeup. I will. I will love a woman. <laughs> now, l- listen. What- he will love a woman. A <laughs> woman. Yeah. So how does the church feel about polygamy? Who's <laughs> <laughs> talking plural? Yeah, man. Uh, and you got to play the remix. The remix is all right. Give, give me a sec. I got to find the remix again. Uh, but yeah, the, uh, the the original is still uh, hilarious. Yeah, still out the hook. Uh, let's see. Is this? Wait. Um, where is the remix? I don't even know what I. Do. Oh, clearly, a lot of people have remixed it now. Oh, I like the first one. Well, let's see. We got to go through the list, Karen. This is uh only got 219 views i'm I'm assuming this is a bad you believe that the lord tonight has set you free yes sir turn around and tell those people i'm not gay no more i am delivered i'm not gay no more i am delivered i'm not gay no more i am delivered i'm not gay no more I am delivered. I am delivered. <laughs> I am delivered. This is not the same one. No, it's not. I know. I am delivered. I am delivered. I am delivered. I am delivered. I ain't no more. I don't like men no more. I don't like women. I don't like men no more. Okay, so that's a terrible remix. Yes. Which is why it only has 200 views. Right. Or 26 views. So that's new. That's actually new. Um, where is the, uh, is this, what is it, Holy Ghost remix? Now, this only got 745 views. I don't know where the what other is, remix went, man. Oh, uh, where the one you did from yesterday? Somebody put it in the chat if, uh, cause I know it's got like 57,000 since we played it on the show. So obviously, uh, it picked up and they owe oh, us. Oh, I think they did post it in the chat. Oh, okay, cool. I'll find it real quick. Uh, do we know the, the time of last? Turn around and tell those people. Tell them. some club bass in this bitch i expect Lil john and them to start on the course <laughs> jesus christ uh, oh boy <laughs> wow 
what people have too much time all right uh, I, I think somebody put the other one yeah in I, I i got it yeah, i got <laughs> it uh, <laughs> well this one says they twerking now this one says call it what it is murder this is not it no that one's not it yeah why no. would they no i seen. come on man is y'all trying to help out the show or not man I yeah which one did you do i feel like y'all are not you know, the, the one joe spatially put in is the correct one it is all right hold on let me go find joe spatially scroll uh, might have to scroll up a little bit yeah come on man That's why you gonna mess up the show uh <laughs> all right let's let me go to this one uh but these remakes but you can tell people have time on their hands <laughs> I don't know. This one only got 294 views. So, oh, is this baby. the remix? Oh, that's no it. Oh, turn the sound up. Oh, I will. I'm not gay no more. I'm not gay no more. I am the lyric. I'm the lyric. All I get is no more. No more, man. I'm That's the that's the remix, okay. Among the many other remixes. Right. Now let's go to the background on this. Okay. Right. Apparently, uh, last week the Church of God in Christ held a 107th Holy Convocation Convention in St. Louis. It estimates have it that 28,000 people gathered this year, and it's, and the statistics are something being talked about. Some of these people are probably gay. But if Kojic Superintendent Earl Carter had his way, they're now formally gay because of the power of prayer. In a video making the rounds Monday, the superintendent laid hands on a churchgoer who claimed that he was no longer gay and would no longer wear makeup or women's clothing because he likes women, women, women. (laughs) (laughs) According to PimpPreacher.com. Oh, not Mm PimpPreacher.com. Carter was consumed with anger because the convention seemed to be coming out a coming out party for his gay congregants. And he went off on pastors and gay choir directors. So I guess some people was coming out like, well, actually I'm gay because they felt like it's safe. It's 2014. Why, why I had to go to church and not be yourself. And, uh, he flipped the script and said, no, y'all get back in the closet. What's wrong with y'all? <laughs> the unnamed churchgoer isn't the first one to say that prayer helped him rid, rid himself of homosexuality. There's the infamous Antoine Bedroom intruder Dyson who rose to viral status after preventing a burglar from raping his sister. Two years ago, Dyson claimed he was no longer gay because of his newfound religion. Uh, I have to renounce myself. I'm no longer into homosexuality. I want a wife and a family. I want to multiply and raise and love my family that I create. They, this sounds like a hostage note. Ah. <laughs> like this is not like if you t- <laughs> like if i said the average straight dude down and said hey man why are you straight it's probably gonna be like a list of vulgarities i can't even tell y'all about uh <laughs> but it says uh, it's like have you seen uh have you seen serena williams oh no okay well i mean first of all two reasons titties uh <laughs> oh, Lord. Anyway, i could care less about the fame and fortune i've given up 
all of that to know the true history of the bible for i'm the true chosen hebrew israelite descendant of judah dyson stated on the now deleted facebook post wonder why he deleted it mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like someone posts a video of him with glow sticks in the club it's like okay <laughs> all right uh then there's the ever popular donnie mcclurkin who also claims that the prayer that prayer rid of him of his gayness mcclurkin's newfound anti-gayness even got him cut from a martin luther king jr concert series last year in washington dc officials received complaints about his negative stance on homosexuality mcclurkin asserts that his homosexuality was caused by being sexually abused as a child and prayer was the only thing to help that's a weird like that's a weird one because uh one it spreads the the, the myth or rumor or whatever that that gay people are also sexual predators of children which is very popular in, in like countries in certain countries in africa and stuff like uganda like they'll lock you up or kill you for being gay because the assumption is obviously you're going to touch some ch- children um <clears throat> the other thing is why would you have to go so extreme to the other side because that just makes me be like that's like that, like to me that's more suspicious than anything to be like well, I was gay, but now I hate gays. Oh, that that's works. what I was gonna say. I, I would, I would imagine that. Look, have you seen um, God Loves Uganda? Have you guys seen this movie? Uh, no. Mm-hmm. So it's about all these uh, evangelical Americans, most of them white, that go to Uganda um, and proselytize because because pro- Uganda has all these strong anti-gay laws and obviously pro-homophobic homophobic laws. Uh, and one of the there's a lot of white Americans going going over there to fight against the gays, and uh, they hook up with this Ugandan preacher um, who also hates the gays. Uh, and his thing is he he'll go on television, he'll have rallies, he will show uh, you know gay porn photos in the rallies and say, hey look guys, look at what these disgusting look at look at what the gays do. That man is touching his poo poo. Wow. Mm. So it, it occurs to me that like. That guy might be the gayest guy right. in Uganda because if you're look, if you want a job, if you want a lifestyle, uh, that guarantees you get to think gay thoughts all day, every day, then anti-homosexual activist is the job for you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> because that guarantees all day, every day, you don't have to do anything but think about gay people. Right. Oh, but I, the only reason I'm looking at all the gay porn is because I hate those people so much. I have to see what they're into so I know uh, how to fight against them. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm just gonna say if you were formerly gay, and then you jump all the way to hating gay people, no, um, that's too much for me. I'm, I'm no, sorry, you're, you're just still gay, and this, yeah. yeah but again, that's the other thing. It's that's like, what are you? Are transition. you like? Are you walking around like? I know where all the gay hangout spots are. Exactly. You guys stay here. I'll be back. Yes. Get you don't ever back. have to stop thinking gay thoughts. That's right. a very smooth transition, man. Yeah. Uh, so in 2013, uh, in an interview with Roland Martin, McClurkin stated, you can't call me a homophobic if I've been a homosexual. That's quite a stretch. Not at all. What? <laughs> Not at all. He's like, yo, I can't be homophobic. I suck those dicks. So <laughs> you can take your stuff and stru- yeah. Also, like I'm gonna need Did he tighten up his ascot. I'm gonna need people to learn the terminology if they're gonna be using it. You can't call me a homophobic. <laughs> no, you can't call me a homophobe. Not even clerking. <laughs> this is your new passion in life. You can't be fucking up terminology on day one, man. Come on. Uh, and then they put a bunch of tweets in the article. Which I mean, come on. 
like that's not really journalism. Uh, <laughs> hey, hey, that is that is that is journalism now. That really going to today's standards. You ever click on? I guess it would be different for you, Morgan, working in the field. You so you probably feel a completely different level of contempt than I do. <laughs> right. But I hate when I click on something that promises to be an article. It's like you know, uh, Bill Cosby was reprehensible actions taken the task, and I'm like, ooh. Okay, who who was talking about this? And it's seventy five tweets. That's yes. not news. Yeah. Oh, listen, hey, that is that's that's what they want us to do now, right? Because newspapers are at the point where they are very self conscious uh, about trying to let readers know that social media haven't passed them by. This would be like a um, hundred years ago. Every time they interviewed someone over the telephone, when I wrote the story, I would say. Uh, as President Roosevelt said to me over his brand new telephone machine, right? Because I want all the readers to know that I have a brand new telephone machine. So this is what we do with Twitter now, too. And we'll pull tweets and scavenge tweets just to show the people on Twitter that we're cool and we're hip and we're on the Twitter and on the Facebook as well. And maybe it's just me and maybe because I'm goddamn old. I want you to go do your research and give me information. I don't want you combing the ignorant ass people out there with the stupid fucking comments that say the most idiotic shit and be like, this is news. That's not goddamn news. That's just a bunch of people posting ridiculous shit. Yeah. Like what's your, like, yeah, what's right. your, what's you, your opinion? Yeah. You have, in, um, uh, journalistic integrity, not the people that post shit on Twitter. Maybe, maybe that's how I feel. I, you know, cause, it's like you don't know where to get this information from, if it's true, if it's not. But I think, like you said, it's one of the things where they're just scared that people are going to other outlets that they want to yes. be relevant. But to me, this is not the way to be well, relevant. You know what else, though? It also is a good way to pawn your opinion off on other people yes. so you don't have to take a stance. Like that woman obviously has some issues with the idea of, or not even obviously, she may have issues with the idea of converting someone from homosexuality to heterosexuality via religion okay but instead she lets four random people on twitter take the heat yes and then at the end she's like so what do you guys think is it i don't know it's okay like, okay yeah like, well, versus, you- versus just writing old school writing a document this is my pen this is how i feel right. i've done the research and yeah you get to blame because you're the only one with a name attached to it yeah you want to know what i think i guess you gotta look at my twitter account now because that's what you do right um, all right, let's talk more about religion and gay people because this is uh, my man Michael Cosby's favorite segment of the show. Yeah, <laughs> he he actually lets me know. He's like, I know how you feel about it. I'm like, what are you even talking about? Uh, here's um the same pastor that had a problem with friend of the show, Elon James White. Ah, yes. Uh, he, <laughs> his name is Hey. Dr. Homie! Reverend, <laughs> Reverend James Manning, um, who says that, um, apparently Starbucks is putting semen in the lattes, uh, well, I'll let him explain it. Oh, no. What's wrong? Oh, wait. Oh, this is, oh, this is some fancy remix of it. What is this? I didn't need your sassiness. I just want the, uh, let's see. James, now I gotta search for the link again. Son of a bitch. James Manning. Yeah, we ain't need no pre-clip. Starbucks. Um, yeah, like he, he uploads this shit to, um, to YouTube anyway. They don't even need to like. No, no, he got his own Like page. you don't actually need to edit his shit at all because he will tell you straight up his homophobia from the, 
like that's the new thing on youtube is take somebody else fuck up and then talk about it like mm, did you hear about this <laughs> yes that's actually what i was looking for can you link me to that instead sir uh so yeah manny the manny hey, i report. want to inform you the manny report here, here we go my man james manny that the sodomites uh sodomites already <laughs> off to a bad start <laughs> i don't trust anybody that says sodomites sorry plus isn't like sodomy oral sex and anal sex with anybody mm-hmm. i've never gotten like a the the definition of sodomy is so uh amorphous mm. i've never gotten a solid definition on it because you know like um like legally it's oral and anal sex in like in our states then in, in 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 america so but like, in that very state by state too right yeah, yeah. Uh, i don't know I know being charged for it varies, but Correct. what happens is a lot of times they selectively charge only gay people with it. Correct. But if Even you like straight people have sex. Yeah. I but mean, if you like yeah. commit a crime, right? Like you commit a crime and you like sexually assault somebody. Sodomy is a sexual is a separate charge from the sexual assault. So it's like okay. sexual assault and sodomy. So, um, yeah. So I, I wonder if, um, I don't know, man. Like I, I might be into sodomites if, if it, they women. <laughs> like oh don't date that girl she's a sodomite oh she oh she gets down like that oh i will definitely not be uh hitting her getting her number later anyway i want to inform you that the sodomites uh led a protest against our church this past sunday several members of the uh pennsylvania oath keepers came up you know the fellows that was with us out there at gettysburg well we had a special meeting this Sunday here at the church and they came up and we were meeting and someone informed me that they, uh, the, the sodomites were outside of our church protesting. So we went out and took a look and they were, and they had a big bucket of Starbucks coffee and all kind of other Starbucks paraphernalia with them. By the way, most amazing part of this is that his church has members, right? Oh, wait, who drinks coffee out of a bucket? It's not even a bucket. It's those coffee, you know, the coffee dispensers you get when you want to like drink for the whole office. Yes, it's those. He called it a bucket, like a bucket, like a spit bucket. (laughs) You you can't go by his descriptions too well. (laughs) Also, the sodomites he's talking to are two women that are just standing on the corner. Okay, we've 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 established women are capable of sodomy. Yes, yes, that's that's who he's talking about. Two women that are sodomites. So I would get their numbers. Uh, if I was one of those men in the congregation, but that's just me. Um, but yeah, so he's, uh, talk, he gave him a shout out too. I like that he gave my name. And they were all shouting, stop the hate now. They said that this church is a hate church and that I'm a hate preacher. But you remember that last week we appeared in several major online news services, Huffington Post being a major one, the Inquisitor. By the way, the title for the Huffington Post picture. Starbucks is ground zero for Ebola, quote unquote, because of its LGBT appeal, anti-gay pastor claims. So it's not like they gave the them props like, hey, go check out my boy Reverend James Manny <laughs> spitting that trillness out there. Any 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 publicity is good publicity. Apparently so. God, you know, God needs all the publicity he can get. Other, uh, what else? Gay Star News, I think, was one and. I don't, it was just several papers wrote articles about us, 
because we had stated that Starbucks is ground zero for Ebola. And we pointed up how these uh, homosexual sodomite persons, such as Dr. Craig Spencer, who lives right here in the Harlem area, who is a sodomite, uh, that they frequent, that Starbucks is a place where these types frequent and a lot of body fluids are exchanged there. What? And Ebola, uh, uh, but the thing that... Maybe he means Wi-Fi. Maybe he's talking about Wi-Fi. Well, it's a lot of people that frequent Starbucks all the time. Maybe it's computer viruses or something. I know they have free Wi-Fi at Starbucks. Yeah, they do. Maybe he thinks that's what. So gay means sodomite now? No, well, I don't know because he says homosexual sodomites. Like these two can also be distinct groups of people. Right. Okay. And Ebola, but the thing that I was not aware of is that there had been some information that had been released and the inquisitor news online news service carried this as a major story the week before that what saw now let's stop here because anybody that has facebook or in journalism should know the inquisitor is a fake news site they're like the onion without jokes oh and i constantly see stupid people Fall for the Inquisitor's bullshit and post it on Facebook. And then I see even more stupid people leaving outrageous comments, very upset by the fake news. Oh, I never heard of the site. Oh, oh, you've heard of it. You, oh, everyone's heard of it. You might not know you got inquisitated. Oh, okay. That's the thing. I, I just don't know. About, I got inquisitated. I thought they went away. I guess not. Nah, they, they still around, man. Uh, I went to their site just now. Uh, BCPD investigate Green Acres place burglaries. Two women arrested after pulling firearm on victims at local nail shop. Um, uh, iPad tracking app leads the burglary suspect. And I say it seems reasonable. Seems reasonable. Um, but yeah, it's always some like some bullshit with them where some of the stories are just uh, fucking stupid. Um, and you have to watch your back because it'll you know it'll be like. Kim Kardashian rapes baby. And you're like, what? See, this is the problem. You're a mother now. <laughs> and then, then they go off on it and you're like, oh wait, that's not a real news story. So yeah, apparently they reported that Seaman was in Starbucks coffee and James Manning believed it. News online news service carried this as a major story the week before that what saw what Starbucks was doing is that they were taking specimens of men. Here's the Inquisitor headline. Were semen samples really found in Starbucks drinks nationwide initiating an FDA investigation? Question mark. <laughs> now, look, if the hits ever get low for, for, for sportonomics, <laughs> you got to you go. You might have to try this, man. And, you know what? Um, see, I've learned working in a newsroom never to joke too loudly about stuff like that because today's joke is tomorrow's assignment mm-hmm. hey man you can revolutionize out loud man i'm trying to help you revolutionize the star, the star. well <laughs> the sportonomics man you go well if if you sold out and just blew up that way after all this hard work and <laughs> <laughs> got paid well that's what i was gonna say I, now i used to be against selling out now i'm like I have a price. If I see, I mean? dude, like, if I see a Morgan P. Campbell byline, yeah, underneath some shit like, uh, is Adrian Peterson also a secret rapist? Question mark. Oh, I'm gonna die. I'm gonna die, dude.
Uh, for Skip Bayless money, I would write that. <laughs> for sure. Well, well, I'll tell you this. What was that? Strawberry Frappuccino. If it's semen in that, it was mm-mm good. And I drank the <laughs> hell out of it. They put some whipped cream and a cherry. It was delicious. Double side Keep of semen. Keep doing it, Starbucks. Can I get a double side of the semen, please? Right. Hell. <laughs> right, semen. mix it. Make it black and, and white. I don't care. Putting it in the blends of their their uh, lattes. Lattes? Lattes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> right, right there in Inquisitor Online Services. It was a big article about an investigation into Starbucks using male semen. Male semen as opposed to the female semen. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Male <laughs> eggs. It's like you get a backwards baby. Male semen. <laughs> oh. oh, this guy's good. This guy is good. <laughs> and and putting it into the, 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 the blends of coffees that they sell. I mean, can you imagine it? And I believe that they were doing that. You know, of course was, you do. You know, <laughs> Because he puts on Salon.com, a reputable news source, it says, original Coca-Cola had a very small amount of cocaine. Something we all know. Right. So he's like, well, of course, Starbucks has a small amount of semen. It's in the title, just like Coca-Cola. All right, because they always bet they're jacking off. Yeah. They have a mermaid for a logo. I mean, semen. Yeah, they keep, they keep a semen, you know, semen on tap. So mm-hmm. They just pour it in. I did that, you know, 100 years ago by using cocaine. They were actually using cocaine. And until and they stayed off the federal government uh, and the use of cocaine because during the time they were used there was no FDA there was no federal drug administration there was no really um, you know drugs that were uh, controlled substance drugs and so they used it for a large number of years people were drinking Coca Cola and getting high on the farm. <laughs> what a fake laugh! <laughs> yes. Oh, don't you ever fucking change, James, man. <laughs> you are so good. I mean, you could drink a Coca-Cola at night. It wouldn't need any, any Johnny Walker. It wouldn't need any gin. Drink gin because it ain't no sin, no vodka either. All you need was Coca-Cola. What? Is drink gin because it ain't no sin. Hey. Hey, maybe I see why he got so many members. <laughs> Shit, they serving gin on Sundays? Shit. Wait, so is this guy like... Maybe I'm giving him too much credit. Mm. Maybe he'll get to this. Has he talked about where Starbucks is getting enough male semen to put <laughs> all these cups of Because co- Starbucks, yeah, they sell a lot of damn coffee. Yeah. Like, they get a lot they, of coffee you know what, they... down the street. And so for them to have enough male semen to put in I, all these cups of coffee. It's a lot of semen. I, I, got, a, I got a theory on that. I okay. think uh, they corral homeless people. They corral runaway kids. Mm-hmm. They go get prostitutes on the street. And they milk them. Right. For okay. everything they got. Okay. People Let's that- not forget, too, that, like, Star- okay, the only people that want coffee beans are people that sell coffee, whereas sperm is in demand by a lot of people. There's sperm banks out there. There's people that only want sperm. So if they're putting male semen in every cup of coffee, your cup of coffee would cost, like, $50. Because that's mm-hmm. sperm that could be someplace else. There's competition. Well, maybe you can get yeah. that that sperm free. You, you know what they're right. probably a getting? A lot of a lot of men give it away for free. You know what they're probably getting? Sure. It they're probably getting it from street harassers. <laughs> you know, they're full of semen. They just willing to give it away for anything. Yeah, as much as men jerk off on their free time, yeah, wasting their summer for. I mean, they spend for free and not getting paid for it. Well, let's get back to his theory. Maybe he'll tell That's, us. And people are drinking Coca Cola like it would like you wouldn't but you won't believe. 
But the deal is, is this. The deal is, is that Starbucks has been... Uh, I think he forgot what he was talking about. Of course yeah, he, did. he did. He changed topics. He's like, well, semen, Coca-Cola. Because he can't drink that cocaine-laced Coca-Cola to keep his brain sharp and similar. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's the word I'm looking for? See? Allegedly. Allegedly. Oh, now. <laughs> four minutes in, he gets to allegedly. Because he realizes that this may have legal repercussions. <laughs> right. If I'm uh, just accusing, some bullshit. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. A large company like Starbucks. Yeah. He's going to be like, at three minutes, 27 seconds, I did say allegedly, Your Honor. Legally <laughs> accused of. This is the word legally. Legally accused. Of you using male semen in their lattes. So he really think you say latte, man. Yes. I thought he fucked <laughs> up the latte. first time. That's that that mean that mean he's been to Starbucks and ordered before. Yeah, and they let me have it. a latte. Skip the semen, please. <laughs> well, at first he asked if it's male semen or female semen. You can put the female semen in there. How fresh is the male semen's today? <laughs> I only do female. Yeah, I don't. I don't that, like. That's I don't like men's. That's for the sodomites. This is. <laughs> yeah, I don't like men's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> women, 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 women. women, women. women. <laughs> <laughs> so when you drink Starbucks coffee, it's right there. See it right there. In the, it's, I, I'm not making this up. Inquisitor is a reputable online service, and they wrote Uh-oh. three pages on this the event and the federal three pages. <laughs> it's the website though. Three pages. It's a website. Oh, no, no, you know what? But this is the type of guy. It's not official until it's on paper. I'm. Just, I guarantee you, this guy prints out every email he gets before he. Right, reads. and it was three pages. So. <laughs> It was three pages. <laughs> it was probably two pages of ads. <laughs> he didn't care. It a gave you, him three. A YouTube video. <laughs> yeah, comments. <laughs> the FDA is investigating. A lot of other people are investigating as well. So my question is, where are they getting all this semen from? Oh, here we go. Uh, <laughs> probably penises. But let's see what his <laughs> see what his theory is. Maybe he knows something we don't. No, I mean, you ever go to the doctor and he tells you that? Well, I don't want to go there, but you understand what they tell you, and you bring back the cup. Wait a minute. He's comfortable about talking about all this other stuff, but he can't talk about, you know, giving a sperm sample at the doctor? Um, here's the other thing. No, <laughs> I haven't. And neither have a lot of people unless they specifically went for something where they was going to give sperm to a doctor. Like, it's not like... At the many, many physicals, I feel comfortable saying it's not the kind of thing they spring on you. Yeah. Right. You know? Yeah, they kind of prepare you. Yeah, they don't just go, um, all right, sir, pull down your pants and, uh, we're gonna need you. Oh! Oh, no, not, not, not pee. Mm-mm. This is a semen cup. So, handle your business, player. Well, I, I, you know, my sus- sus- suspicion is that they're getting this semen from sodomites. That's what my suspicion is. So not only is it semen, is male semen that is also gay semen. So they they yeah, specific- so side of my equals gay to him then. Yeah, they're okay. not even taking straight semen. There is only the gay, gay semen, semen that they are after. Oh, so none of the semen is straight. Mm-hmm. So if you change one of these variables, would he be okay with semen in his coffee? <laughs> what well, is latte? Side of my semen. If it's from you know a upstanding. Non-sodomite straight man, would he be like, okay, no, it's okay. Yeah, he'd be okay with that in his latte. 
in the latte. Now, latte. now, I don't know about his coffee, but it's latte, of course. And somebody has discovered that semen, like cord blood, you know what cord blood is? No. Well, I don't have time to tell you if you know what cord blood is. Tell us. My suspicion is, Son of a bitch. is that semen, like cord blood, uh, has the opportunity and it has millions and millions of little zygotes in it. Zygotes. And- Whoa, this dude know about zygotes. Now that is the first scientific term he's used <laughs> that I've been impressed by. Okay. They okay. said it's from the umbilical cord in the chat room. Okay, that's cord blood from the... Okay, all right. And it flavors up the coffee. <laughs> <laughs> what, what is happening here? The semen oh flavors God. up. That, mm, that, oh, that semen taste in the morning. Oh, oh. just wakes me right up, Karen. So we just, mwah, mwah, that, that morning semen coffee on your breath. The best part of waking up is semen in your cup. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they got have commercials now where it's like, we secretly switched Morgan's coffee <laughs> with, <laughs> with deseminated coffee. Let's see how he and responds. It makes you think you're having a good time. Drinking that cup of latte with the with the semen in it. This what what are the magical properties of semen that make you think no. you're having a good of gay smell sodomite semen that makes you think you're having a good time? See, this is uh, <laughs> is it a drug? I, well, I mean, he's clearly tipping his hand because how the how hell does he would, know? would he know firsthand? Right. He's giving too much information with such, with such certainty. No alleged in this part. Mm-mm. That male semen is a stimulant and an intoxicant. How would he know that? Ah. No allegations. It's tantalizing. Oh, my God. This dude, man, he's the best. I want to watch all his shit now. This is what the Inquisitor rip. I'm not making this up. <laughs> This is what the site that made it up made up. I didn't make up the made up shit. Come on now. I would That's never. Why Starbucks jumped all over me when I said that Ebola, that Starbucks was ground ground uh, ground zero for Ebola. Wait, when did where did okay. Ebola enter this discussion? Okay, so that wasn't just me. Okay, cool. I just wanted to make no, sure it wasn't just you that I had didn't skip over five minutes of this video where it was a, no. maybe that's in the cord blood that he didn't explain. Correct. Yeah, because I didn't pick up any Ebola until that second. Uh, it they okay. All right, so apparently he's been going in on Starbucks about Ebola. Okay. Oh wait, he has he has he has zygotes confused with stem stem cells. There we go. Okay. <laughs> okay. All oh right. my. Ground zero for Ebola. Now I know why I don't go to Starbucks. But now I know why all these other. Wait, now you know why you don't go to Starbucks. So you were going, you were not going to Starbucks before without knowing this shit? (laughs) (laughs) What was the problem before? I don't know. How do you know why you did something in hindsight that you didn't know the information before? That didn't make sense. I don't know. Guess he said, oh, I don't, oh, did you that's know, why I don't go because they got sperm over there. Did you know the people that make Reeboks are racist? See, that's why I only buy Nikes. <laughs> I, <laughs> I just realized right now why I only have a closet full of Nikes. But again, I just get the sense that if one of these things changed, he would be fine with Starbucks. Right. Mm-hmm. Male <laughs> semen, no Ebola. Cool. I'm there. See, I go to Larry's <laughs> Coffee Emporium and they only have straight male semen. 
Right. See, I don't like that sodomite semen. You guys are gonna mm-hmm. choke on that. You get that euphoria. You can't come down. <laughs> I think we he He's did not seeing rainbows and shit. No, thank you. I want that manly <laughs> sperm. He, he did explain the gay pride parade though right like, why it's so upbeat it's apparently everyone's high on man scene right you start wanting to wear them what you call them them short shorts and then mm-hmm. all them chapless pants mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's like you drink the coffee and then just immediately turn gay you know right. what I mean? <laughs> your star plan is raining men that's why to today i will stop stay at the starbucks that's all they play it's just what it's like it's like you just like mm, this coffee is so good what is love? <laughs> do you do you taste this baby take a sip of this what you do you hear the music or is it just me mm. why is everybody around me dancing and i see music videos why well, do lights go out <laughs> seymour get my glow sticks right we are going out right you the lights turn back on you be like god damn well how my clothes change yeah you just wake up <laughs> That would be a great commercial for Starbucks. Is, yes. You just take a sip and then just next thing you know, you're in short shorts and a crop top. Right. And everybody's it. dancing around you. Getting it. And they name tags. That, you know what? They should run with this. I would be, I, I would love that commercial. Mm-hmm. Cause everybody, like, even if, like, you don't have to turn all the dudes in the sodomite male semen givers, but mm-hmm. you could just like make pep in their step. Like, Hey, will you sip on that coffee? Next thing you know, what is love? You know, it's like, Oh yeah. <laughs> and then a drive James Manning crazy. And we'll get another video too. So it's a double bonus. <laughs> I told you they're using that gay song. Uh, all right, here you go. You know, untoward types hang around there. Starbucks. This investigation has not been closed as of yet. Go- oh, it's an investigation now. Who's <laughs> oh, investigating? Oh, pardon me. I, I, I did not realize you had your best man on the case. I know they have their best men in the case, but that's different. Come back to the original story. So they came and they protested outside of our church this past weekend. Yeah, they did. And, that's uh, and so I suppose man. that they'll be back again. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, none <laughs> of this. I forgot that we were outside the church. Me too. My Starbucks. Oh, Lord. None of that <laughs> shit had anything to do with those women. He just had a left turn. All that because they brought Starbucks coffee for people. Yes, in the bucket. All of that. <laughs> Thank God he didn't bring any donuts. Oh, my God. <laughs> See, the problem with Krispy Kremes. Is all that cream they have? Where you think they get that cream from? Male sodomites. (laughs) (laughs) That's how they glaze them. They might though. They might get it from the from the lesbos as they call them. (laughs) They glaze them. Female ejaculate Mm -hmm. glazed all over your donuts. (laughs) You love it, don't you? Why you think they call them dough nuts? (laughs) Think about it. Because they don't want them nuts. But I almost serve notice on everybody uh, that will listen. I want to tell you. I like that he kept it. <laughs> he kept it reasonable. <laughs> he knows. He, he knows. Like, like he knows we not gonna listen. Mm-mm. It was nope. like everybody that that will listen. Okay, all five <laughs> of you. Okay, y'all five. I need you to go to Starbucks. <laughs> that in not too many days. There will not be a public sodomite in Harlem from 96th Street to 155th Street, river to river. There will not be a public sodomite. I'm, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you that. Now, you know, I've said a lot of things over the years. Many of them you question 
A number of them you kind of got in the groove of, others you didn't believe. But all of them have come true. What? <laughs> you, you can all you can always you can always say that you won't see uh, a group of people that no longer exist. Like, what is a sodomite? That's from I can say. Well, look, I can promise you, you're not going to see any Phoenicians, uh, Philistines, <laughs> or Spartans uh, between here and New York City. Well, you no, won't see not. one because I've gotten rid of them all. Like, it's, it's not, even, you it's not even a, a location anymore. <laughs> a if you try to Google Sodom. It won't come up. It just right. come up with the term. A public sodomite. Oh my God. <laughs> now privately, you'll see many sodomites. <laughs> so be careful. They'll be in your houses and all kinds of places. Nick up on you while you're eating. They won't be on public property, but check your backyard. They in there. <laughs> <laughs> They're peeking through your windows. <laughs> yeah, they will. Oh, and, and you can believe me because everything I say comes true. Everything. Yeah, apparently so. Didn't uh-huh. believe. But all of them have come true. I want to tell you that there will not be a public sodomite in Harlem in not too many days. And Starbucks will close. Starbucks will be found to be perverting its customers and perverting human sexuality as if Drinking Starbucks as some sort of a sacrificial ritual bath where they kill the innocent babies and drink their blood in some of these <laughs> uh, meetings that are had by these fraternal or sorority groups. Starbucks. What? Yo, he just, that's like a hot ass, like Eminem metaphor bar. He just dropped out of nowhere. Like it didn't rhyme, but it was just like he. It was like if Kendrick Lamar wrote that one line of the whole thing. He's like, "Oh wow, that's oh, so offensive and imaginative. Who could even think of that?" Doctor James Manning, that's who. <laughs> I gotta go back and hear that. Oh, bath where they kill the innocent babies and drink their blood in some of these uh, meetings that are had by these fraternal or uh, sorority groups. Okay, okay, fraternal sororities. Is that a thing? Because I feel like fraternal is a frat. About the Illuminati? I feel like a frat is a fraternity. And I think he was from the Illuminati. sorority is a female. Like, that sorority. What's a fraternal sorority? Mm, well, also, this is what happens when you get your, your information from Inquisitor. Because what he's done here in the news business, we call it burying the lead. Because I feel like uh, putting semen in the coffee is one level of offense. But killing babies is quite a bit more serious. Mm. But he hasn't gotten to that. He led with the semen when the, the serious thing is that allegedly Starbucks is aiding in the killing of babies. Yeah. Um, lead is buried. He should have said that first. I agree. Starbucks <clears throat> has for years been using sexual fluids to prosper their businesses. And the truth is now coming out. Mm. According to Inquisitor Magazine, <laughs> magazine. New York magazine. Times will not write about it. And others who have a sodomite propensity will not lift up the story. But the truth is going to come out. Me, I'm James David Manning, everybody. I'm the Lord's servant. All right. So there you guys. You got that word. 
Um, and a crazy one too might as well play the games now i don't feel like there's anything more yeah, that we can say. Hey, yeah. sexual fluids to prosper mm-hmm. yeah, if that's the case a lot of people are hooked gotta put some more semen in our podcast here get these numbers up all right <clears throat> let's play our games the first one is a game called fucking with black people We're just fucking with those black people. We're just fucking with those blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. It's time to play the game that you all hate to love to hear us play. It is fucking with black people where we read articles and we grade them from zero to one hundred in intervals of twenty-five on how much we feel fucked with. Today's contestants are everybody. All right, Morgan, pick a number from one through about seventeen. Uh, eight. All right, let's see here. Uh, four, seven, eight. <clears throat> All right, a man shot dead by the police while he was in the hospital. Oh. Mm hmm. He was, uh, a man, police say, was armed with a handgun, was shot dead by police early Monday. They were just saying he was dead. He's dead. Dora Ryan just wants to know what happened in the moments before Highland Park police shot and killed her only son, Christopher Anderson. We were sitting in the lobby how many hours? About four hours. And they never told us anything. The family says the 27-year-old Waukegan man and his 9-year-old daughter were on their way home from visiting a sick relative in Chicago. Police say the driver of the car they were riding in got into an accident on I-94 near Lake Cook Road late last night. The driver was arrested for DUI. Anderson and the girl were transported to Highland Park Hospital. From there, the stories drastically differ. How can a 27-year-old man whose daughter is seeking medical attention end up dead? Police say around 1.30 this morning, Anderson became aggressive and pulled out a handgun. When he wouldn't drop the weapon, police say officers fired, killing him. Anderson's family and friends say there is no way he had a gun. If he had a gun, it should have been found before he got to the hospital. Anderson's mom says police aren't answering any questions. The Lake County Coroner's Office has scheduled his autopsy for tomorrow morning. I want to see him, just see him, you know. I mean, ain't nothing I can do to bring him back, but I just want to see him. All right. So, this man was apparently armed and dangerous in the hospital while waiting on his daughter who was injured in a crash and suddenly became violent and needed to be killed by cops in the hospital. Um, uh, and then I guess they ran, uh, yeah, I need to get an update on this autopsy thing. I'm just so old now, but, um, <clears throat> Christopher Anderson dead while waiting on his nine year old daughter. Uh, Karen, where'd you get this? Zero to a hundred. <clears throat> I kind of want to know more details about the story. Mm-hmm. Um, but I am fucked with because okay. the story makes no sense. So, I'm going to give it a 75. Not quite a 100, because I don't know all the details. Well, according to this, 22 hours ago, Chicago's Daily Herald says uh, the cops follow protocol, according to officials. But <clears throat> what does that really mean these days? Correct. There's a lot of shit where you follow protocols and you still looking like, but that's still fucked up, your they, protocols. They, the family and friends still haven't been able to view the hospital footage, so apparently there is footage of this shooting. 
By the way, I really hate how the footage always comes out after they go, yeah, no charges will be, <laughs> then it's like, uh, wait a minute, this is what the footage was? How do you look at this? You know, like the guy who got shot in Target or whatever, uh, or Kmart maybe it was. Uh, Morgan, zero to 100, intervals of 25. 100. All right, I'm going to go with 100 also. Can't be just killing motherfuckers in the hospital. That's the one place where it seemed like it would be safe. Correct. Uh, well, like Highland Park, Illinois is one of the whitest places on the planet. Um, and the thing about the north suburbs of Chicago, like the further north you get, like the nicer and richer and whiter the suburbs get until you get to North Chicago and Waukegan, which are like post-industrial wastelands, but heavily black. And I think these guys are from Waukegan. I'm sure it was such a, a, a shock to the people in the Highland Park Hospital to see some Waukegan Negroes, you know, wash up in their hospital. Mm. Um, you know, when that happens, <clears throat> things like rules and, and common sense often go out the window. Right. Uh, Karen, give me a number. We're going to go with 13. 13. All right. Four, seven, 10, 13. All right. <clears throat> uh, black students at the University of Massachusetts Amherst say they were disgusted and appalled at racist vandalism. Uh, messages found in the university's dorm that advocate killing blacks and Mexicans have school officials scrambling to determine who left the vow messages. You'll never find that out. <clears throat> Such expressions of hate and intolerance have no place on our campus. Chancellor Kumble Subaswamy uh, wrote in an email to students and employees, we condemn language uh, intended to marginalize and make others in our community feel unsafe. And we will aggressively investigate this matter for criminal and administrative review. The less, the messages were, kill these niggers. Uh, it was written on one dorm uh, door, while kill these Mexicans, can't even speak English, was scrawled on another. Should have written that in Spanish, I'm assuming. <laughs> Jonathan Romero, a senior, was shocked to find the anti-Mexican words scribbled on his dorm door when he returned on on Wednesday. Romero, who is Honduran, but let's be honest, to racist, Mexican. (laughs) Correct. (laughs) You know they ain't bothered to find out. Where are you from anyway? Um, They're all shocked. You know some of these Mexicans are from Colombia? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, you one of them Hondur- you one of them Honduras Mexicans, huh? <laughs> okay. Mexican to me, boy. He describes his reaction. I just said, "Wow, this is stupid." He says he knows at least two other black students who received similar messages. Yeah, it's funny too that like racism. One thing you can give the internet credit for. Maybe it's maybe it's bad. Maybe it's good. It depends on how you look at it. I've become so desensitized to just the random. You're a nigger. Like, I don't think, like, if you, like, scribbled it on my door, I would probably take a selfie by it and then walk in my house. Because <laughs> it's just so, like, okay, I mean, what am I going to do, you know? Apparently, I'm a nigga today. Got it. Josh Odom, who found one of the messages, blasted the vandals in the pages of the Daily Collegian. This cowardly act of hate speech not only violated my space, but permeated the Harambe community we have worked so hard to build, wrote Odom. Uh, Harambe? Is he using a Kwanzaa term? It sounds like it. This when did this happen? Hold on, this October sixteenth. Wow, this dude's uh, some people bringing Christmas early. He's bringing Kwanzaa early. Exactly. <laughs> he gonna have like you go to Walmart, man. You cross Columbus Day, and then you got the the, the Christmas cel- Christmas decorations up. Same thing. Yeah, he gonna have straw up and shit. Come come celebrate Brown Friday. 
<laughs> when we show up 15 minutes late and all the sales are over nobody can red black and green friday yeah <laughs> <laughs> to be blunt whoever did this messed up with the wrong mess with the wrong one he continued they oh. went to the wrong door the wrong floor and the wrong community we will not stand for this ignorance on our campus and we will hold the university and ourselves directly accountable to ensure the safety of black students students of color and the entire population so uh karen zero to a hundred Mm. gotta really think about this one right because mm. mm, i give it about a 50 all right morgan yeah i was thinking 50 no one no one died yeah 100 uh fucking 100 this is ridiculous uh <laughs> what's wrong with these people just writing kill niggers and mexicans on the doors of your fellow college right. students right and they mean and that means they knew them because they knew which doors to do correct so it wasn't even random what a, what a asshole jeez people are so terrible yes they are uh here's one uh, I'll, I'll pick a number uh i'll pick number what number was this number four uh let's get to one of the closer ones to the top uh california man blames obama after running over and killing a black man with his pickup oh California man claims he was defending himself last year when he ran over a black man killing him following an altercation outside McDonald's. Joseph Paul Leonard Jr. Yes, the reigns. <laughs> I think we all know. Burned rubber. <laughs> he burned rubber for 23 feet before crashing into 34-year-old Toussaint Harrison uh, during the June 6, 2013 incident. Leonard, now 62, got out of his pickup and kicked Harrison several times in the head with his steel-toe work boots. And he said, just because we got Obama for a president, these people think they are real special. Leonard said after his arrest, I feel like the irony of that statement totally escaped him. <laughs> uh, we, we, he had been arguing with two men about 6 a.m. inside a Sacramento area fast food restaurant where prosecutors say Harrison and Justin Oliphant had been handing out food to homeless people oh man damn he killed with the people that's trying to help folks yeah what is this that obama cares like just giving people burgers sir uh defense attorneys claim the men had stole the food from a nearby hotel so they was like robin hood oh wait these are defense attorneys they probably lying yeah. Right, well, I had to read that again. Like, like I'm looking, that don't make no sense. So wait a minute, they went to the hotel to steal McDonald's to give away in front of the McDonald's. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know about right. this. But, but you know, but a lot of white people believe that you can tell a white person, certain white people, anything, any type of story about black people, and they will believe it. There's a jury out there, like, hey, you know, that sounds sounds right to me. Long as it's negative. Correct. Focus is smart. Up. Fuck that shit. He was on weed and got superpowers and tried to kill three cops. Oh, really? That kind of weed? Wow. I ain't never had that kind yet. Anyway, pass well, me. That weed is laced with uh, sodomite males. Males. <laughs> <laughs> very strong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they lattes. <laughs> One of uh, Leonard's friends said the pair approached her outside McDonald's and she said he went crazy and lost his temper when he came outside. Leonard grabbed a chain from his pickup and confronted the man, the friend said. And surveillance video shows him swinging it around like a lasso over his head. Oliphant said Leonard used racial stories during the confrontation and stomped on Harrison's bicycle. One of the men threw a knife and the bottle broke, uh, a broken bottle at Leonard. Investigator said, uh, he cut, he suffered a cut, a cut on his cheek. The men fled on foot and Leonard tried to run over Oliphant and rammed into Harrison 
outside of a nearby auto repair shop. An employee grabbed a metal bar from the shop and told Leonard to sit down and wait for police to arrive, and he did. Must have been a white employee. <laughs> Leonard was quickly taken into custody. He tried to justify his actions to the sheriff's deputies. This could have happened to your son if you had one out there, Leonard said. This got too, too out of hand for me, man. Got too out of hand? He, You were out of hand, sir. He claimed he feared for his life after one of the men cut him, although Leonard concedes he became the aggressor. I think people are getting tired of being abused by the situation, the way people are being. I myself am tired of it. I'm victimized every time I turn around. Leonard intends to testify during the trial, which, oh, God, that's how you know you got a fool for a client. Mm-hmm. his attorney said you know he gonna be yes i ran them over <laughs> i <laughs> hope they burn in hell his attorney gonna be like, he's gonna stand up he's gonna go like, he will not speak your honor i got something up. you will not speak <laughs> his attorney said leonard plans to, to explain to jurors that he had previously been seriously injured but no one was prosecuted so these niggas had to die for another fight that you was in <laughs> Hey man, hey, I, girl, hey, the jurors will believe that too. I got my ass whipped by totally different black people. And, uh, <laughs> They're the, all black, right? Okay. By the, by the transitive properties of ass whoopings, uh, I can kill. <laughs> I can kill these black people. But prosecutors say Leonard has previously been a violent aggressor. Although defense attorneys have asked the judge to exclude evidence from those cases, of course. Right. You know, we can bring up stealing the food, you. but uh, let's not bring up the last time I tried to kill some black people. That's irrelevant. The fact the guy drives around with a chain in his truck just in case. Yeah. Just in case you got to hit somebody. You never know when you're going to have to hit someone with a chain rod. It could happen. He was. Anytime. Sounds like he was off the chain to me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Try to feel. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Uh, where's my sound effects at? Son of a, there we go. All right. Um, zero to 100, Karen. Oh, that's 100. All right. And Morgan? That's 100. All right. So we're all in agreement for once because I give that shit 100 as well. What is wrong with that, man? All right, let's play our other game. Let's get to it. Uh, where's my other game music? <clears throat> now that it's time for some guess the race. That's right, it's guess the race time. Now that it's time for some guess the race. That's right, it's guess the race time. That's right, it's time for guess the race. The number one game show where we go across all of the world to find news articles. And uh, we have our contestant today, Morgan P. Campbell of Sportonomics, to guess the race. And the chat room plays along. And they're racist. All right. Uh, let's do this one. Um, a 911 caller uh, asked the dispatcher for their number and gets arrested. Uh, oh. <laughs> oh, 911, what's your emergency? Hey, baby, can I have your number? What, uh, sir? Uh, fire, ambulance, or uh, police department? Right, ma'am. Uh, hey, do, you have the, do you have the links to these news stories, Rather, Yeah. Oftentimes, I, uh, geography helps me with the contextual clues so I can guess the race. I have the links, but they have the pictures, so I can't send oh, it to okay, you. Oh, okay, okay, okay. All right, so this happened in Georgia. All right. A man is in jail after he was arrested for making inappropriate comments to a 911 dispatcher. And as you might expect, they recorded the whole conversation. Of course. It's designed to record immediately. Yeah, I wonder if I can find a working video of this. Hold on. Give me a second. What is this guy's name? His name is Kevin Morris. Let me see if I can uh, find a working. Because the video they have is uh, the kind that doesn't work on the phone. I mean, on the uh, on here. 
RLC 911 looking for love. <laughs> um, all right, let's see. Uh, what's this one gonna play? Maybe I have to find a YouTube link if this one doesn't. They have to. Uh, let's see. Well, it's taking a while to load. Okay, let me see. It might play. Kevin Anthony Morris started the call to the Worth County 911 Center in the early morning hours on October 24th to give information on a person he knew was wanted in Worth County. I got important information about another person. Okay, sir, what kind of information? Morris, though, was wanting to strike a deal before giving the location <laughs> of that wanted person. Well, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm looking for a deal. Okay, so well, we're not allowed to make deals. This is a 911 center. As soon as the dispatcher turned down the deal, Morris requested a deputy from the Worth County Sheriff's Office to come to his home. When the dispatcher asked for Morris's address to send the deputy, that's when he made several sexual comments to the dispatcher. Sir, you don't talk to me about being sexy. All you need to do is give me the information. What is your phone number? Deputies were called to the 911 center and determined Morris was likely intoxicated because of his slurred speech. After hearing the inappropriate conversation, they responded to his home on Sherrod Road to arrest him. Calls like that, that distracts your operators and it just it holds up lines that's important for uh, further emergency calls to come in. While they were there, they found cocaine and marijuana inside of Morris's home. Now he remains in the Worth County Jail facing drug charges and unlawful conduct during a 911 call. God damn, that's the dumbest criminal. <laughs> that that operator was like, I'm at my job. <laughs> yeah, don't guess her race. I'm pretty sure that's black, but she 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 got crunk on his ass. All right, Morgan, guess the race of uh, Mr. Kevin. Uh, what was the last name? Morris, something like that. Kevin yeah, Morris. That, that was a white guy high on uh, cocaine, marijuana, and sodomite semen. <laughs> All right, let's check the chat oh, room. Boom hour. <laughs> from King of the Hill. See, seems like Sling Blade didn't get Twitter memo harassment. <laughs> Yo, I love that movie, Sling Blade, man. My Aww. dad loves it too. It was one of, my dad never watches movies. Ever. And he knows all the words to that fucking, uh, Sling Blade, dude. That's, that's our movie, man. Um. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Oh. One who was edited out of the street harassment video, white, <laughs> a black, oh, a black man who loves women's women, women, uh-uh. black, black <laughs> trick Swayze, as white as a Starbucks latte semen, white, white as that semen in the Starbucks coffee, caught on the hollow back video, but erased by the editors. Oh. One who likes a, well, hold on, wait, where am I at? One who likes a double shot of semen in her latte white. <laughs> hey girl, what your name is while sucking his teeth and chewing on toothpick, blickety blizzack. White, black people don't call the police unless it's about chicken or poke chops, white. <laughs> black, drunk, Eugene White. A cracker who thought his white privilege entitled him to 911 dispatchers. Oh my. White meth user. Hey yo, shorty, black street harasser. Hills have eyes white, white as a semen of Starbucks latte. Everybody is using that same one. Anyway, the correct answer, and Morgan got it right, is white. <laughs> Many of you missed it and said black. Shame on you. 
Where are my booze? Now, what was the clue for you, uh, Morgan, that put it over the top? Um, you know, a lot of it was just his accent. Mm. Um, he didn't sound like a, a black guy to me. Okay. Um, so, well, <laughs> and I were discussing it. I mean, there's only one place where the black guys and the white guys sound exactly the same, and that apparently is Rand, West Virginia, where Randy Moss is from. You saw <laughs> the documentary last night. They found a town full of black dudes talks just like Randy Moss. My mind was blown. But other than that, yeah, they, there's, a, there's a difference even within the same town, and he didn't sound like a, like a black guy to me. Hey, see, I thought he would throw everybody off because he started it with A. Like he said, hey, well, you sound sexy as hell. And I was like, mm, <laughs> black people do be saying, hey. But then, uh, yeah, you got it, man. All right. So, uh, let's look at, let's go to number two. An Indiana woman who used a box cutter to, on an 18 year old's penis, ended up cutting a deal. Mm, no irony there. Bonita Vela, 36 gets house arrest and anger management counseling after pleading guilty to confinement and battery. <laughs> uh, she attacked and held the team for three hours in December, believing he molested her two year old son. Hmm. I wonder if, uh, letting her go was like a wink to like he did, you know, the Indiana woman who sliced the penis of an 18 year old with a box cutter has cut a deal with prosecutors. Bonita Vela attacked her daughter's teenage boyfriend with a box cutter, believing he molested her two year old son. Vela and two men held the team for three hours in a neighbor's home. She reportedly told him that he would have to choose his life or his penis. She, wow. She was not fucking around. Vela, 36, pleaded guilty to confinement and battery in a Johnson County court and was sentenced to Thursday to 10 months of home detention with an ankle bracelet and additional six months probation and anger management counseling. Vela said she only wanted to scare the teen and didn't mean to hurt him. Oh, okay. Uh, she said the teen was cut when he tried to knock the blade from her hand in the penis after you told him you would cut him in the penis. Be ah! She told the teen that if he didn't have anything to hide, he should let her cut him. And that regardless of what happened, he was to leave and never come back. After the 18 year old, uh, Avon, Indiana man filed a complaint with police claiming he never touched the Tyler. Vela admitted to cost that her suspicions developed after she started smoking marijuana. Son of a bitch. The victim didn't seek jail time so long as Vela acknowledged her crime. Wow. Um, I would have said y'all ass going to jail. I don't give a fuck. Um, cut my dick. Are you serious? Anyway. Uh, guess the race, uh, Bonita Vela, uh, Morgan. How do you spell her last name? V-E-L-A. <sighs> okay, I'm, I'm gonna say, cause I'm inclined to say she's white because she's not, she's from Indiana, but not Indianapolis, right? Mm -hmm. Like, Indiana's like Gary, Indianapolis, any, any place in between, any of those places, just rednecks. Oh, but the last name is throwing me, man. Uh, I'm going to say, I'm going to say white. All right, let's take the chat room. Latina, house arrest, one who thinks her flat booty looks big in yoga pants when she's drinking semen at Starbucks. Santeria, practicing Latina. <laughs> that's a, that's a great, that would, that would be my second guess. <laughs> Only white people like to torture people. They believed her story, white. Yeah, that too. Bobbit in spirit, white, living La Vida, La Loca Latina. 
this sound like latina she was willing to get biblical with that punishment dr quinn medicine woman i'll put your dick in the dirt bobbit style proud mom black white who wants salami white uh hmm, oh. says lizzie cake she gotta think about this one watches one, watches universe univision without subtitles <laughs> <laughs> leggings and uggs wearing white thought lorena bobbit's little sister white latina and got off easy white and uh lizzie cakes never guessed i guess she uh okay she says i'll say white after much deliberation well guess what lizzie cakes you're correct (laughs) and others in the chat room missed it so where's my booze And if you want to see her picture, the, the, I put the link above. It's above our heads in the chat. So, um, and trust me, she looks like she's cut a penis or two in her time. If you know what I'm saying, guys. Oh uh, Lord. Yeah, uh, yeah. Vela Twelve JPEG. Let, let, let's see her. Oh, is it? Oh, it didn't work. Hold on. Let me Whoa. See. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Definitely don't want her with a box cutter around any mm-hmm. any level of your genitalia. Um, mm-hmm. Honestly. Uh, all right, uh, let's go to the bonus round so we can wrap this thing up. Where's my uh, bonus round music? Double the points and the race. Double the points and the race. That's right, it's the bonus round against the race where everything's worth double the points, double the race. So far, Morgan P. Campbell is correct so the p stands for prognostication and uh he's two for two will you be three for three oh you need to drink on that one let's see what need to drink on what that vocabulary word you just put out there prognostication that's not that it's not that big (laughs) uh that little old word girl shoot dang Mm -hmm. got about what 25 letters Mm -hmm. i don't know um i don't i lost count you know what i mean (laughs) um let's see uh Wait, I put this in the wrong category. Let me fix that real quick. All right. Um, we talked about that yesterday. Um, uh, can't use that. All right, let's use uh, this one. All right. Uh, this is a shopper at Coma Store. At a Coma Store. I don't know what. San Francisco. Okay. Uh, who... Uh, attacked a mom after telling the mother to calm down her kid because the kid was throwing a tantrum which is what children do um do they Karen? they do you have to correct the behavior but they will try you mm. well she was very upset with this mother said get your goddamn kids under control and uh she had to attack her. a shopper at a coma store said she was punched in the face by a mother uh after telling her to quiet down her child who was throwing a tantrum also the mother punched her in the face okay so she was like hey your kid is throwing a tantrum and the mother's like i'll throw you show you a tantrum (laughs) tantrum to your face (laughs) natalie brie hajik richardson told kpix5 that she was in the checkout line of the nordstrom rack on november 3rd i heard good things about the nordstrom rack I, i need to go one day Mm-hmm. They sales are awesome. Oh, so you heard about it too? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I guess that solidifies that we need to um, take our ass out there then. We sure, you know me, I'm I'm about a good sale now. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, let me actually. I I think this has a video for it. Let me uh, go to YouTube and. Uh, this is in Coloma, California. Coloma, California. C O L C O L M A. C O L M A. Yeah. All right. Let me see. They got a. Hopefully, this is a news article and not. Some, oh, the surveillance or some shit like that. Somebody's uh, commentary about it. Somebody's remake. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, YouTube known for that. They had a story, yes. and then you click on it, and it'd be somebody else talking about some shit that you don't give a fuck about. Yeah. Um, all right. Why is this taking so long to play? Come on, man. We're almost done. You can do it if you believe in yourself, computer, please. <laughs> I'll read some more then until it starts. And then it freezes. All right. Come on, man. All right. Here we go. Hey, everyone. A woman with this name. What? No. This is not the news article. Son of a bitch. I'll just read it. God damn it. Yeah, I wasn't. Try I to know it got to be an official news article. Too. Try to trust be. the damn internet, and no, this is what I get. No. Was, it, that the, was that the Inquisitor, Rob? Yeah, that was the Inquisitor. I said, that's semen in Nordstrom. <laughs> uh, it, does, it didn't bother me that the child was throwing a tantrum, but the volume was very loud. It was hurting my ears, said Hydric Richardson. The shopper said she asked the child's mother to quiet the child down, but nicely. And that's when things began going sideways. Right, because, you know, her parents are like, fuck you. I don't, what, what the fuck my kid got to do with you, even though your kid is affecting the world around them? She came to the side of me and told me not to tell her child what to do. And I told her I didn't ask your child what to do. I asked you very nicely to calm your child down just a little bit. Hadrick Richardson said she then told the mom off. I told her to go to hell, and she told me, I'll see you there. When Hydric Richardson uh, left the store, she said the mom followed her to a car and was asking me, where'd you tell me to go? So I repeated again what I said to her, and I told her that I told her to go to hell. Video shows a woman in a red shirt walking up to Hydric Richardson before they both end up on the asphalt. The victim said she was punched twice in the face. My teeth hurt, my elbow hurt. I got a bruise on my thigh. Hydric Richardson's gums are black and blue, and she may lose three teeth. But even the wake in the wake of the attack, she defends her choice. Police are analyzing the surveillance video to identify the woman suspected of assaulting Hydric Richardson. Um, yeah, she had no reason to assault her, but you you gotta leave people or people and their fucking kids alone. Now we're guessing the race of the person who got punched in the face. All right, not the person who did the punching with the with the kid, the person who got punched in the face. Morgan, she was black. All right, Morgan's going black. Let's check the chat room. White girl mob cook, cooking those O's. Oh no, you didn't black. A kid yelled out world star before the first punch. <laughs> Annoying white lady that would have been out of the store in five minutes that deserved a punch in the face. <laughs> <laughs> black, my neck, my back black. She told Felicia bye after cold cocking her black. That makes it easier. White says Lizzie Cakes. The, this oppression is how she relates to the strong, strange fruit. <laughs> white. Bree, she's white. Lily white. Starbucks sodomite victim white. Her kids call her by her first name when she cuss her out white. Black, you slaves need to control these niggas white. If, if that was my kid, black, white, white woman got punched in the face by a black woman. The mom of the three year old that got slapped on the plane by the drunk guy, she killed that complaint zero to a hundred real quick. White, punched white. White lady got punched in the face. She was too shocked to fight back. Uh, we're talking about the one that got punched. Yes, white. So, okay. So everybody says, um, white except for well some people say black and morgan says black the correct answer is i'm sorry morgan it's 
is white. That's the first time I've never not been right on Guess the Race, man. Yeah, man. You had a long I'm, streak. I'm undefeated till this moment. Yep. Soak it in. Wow. What were you saying, Morgan? So, yeah, what'd you say, she, Morgan? She looks like uh, the chick from the last photo after smoking that. <laughs> she does. Uh, some people got it right. Yeah, I, I figured it was white. Um, the clue was she actually talked to somebody about their kid. Right. Black people don't right. talk to you about your kid like that. In a, first of all, she said she said it in a polite way. Black people will not talk to you about your kid in a polite way in public when your kid is acting up. They say stuff like, you want me to whoop him? And shit like that. <laughs> you you, you, you going to get him? Because if you don't, I will. Yeah, I got a belt. You know, they don't never say nice shit like. They toss you the belt. <laughs> it sounds like he's having a time. They never say shit like that. So mm-hmm. uh I like that the mom threw a tantrum too. <laughs> She's like, oh, where do you think he learned these tantrums? Okay. Um, All right. We have to talk about sore ratchetness, the last thing of the show. Mm, watch out there. Oh, duck. Oh, he comes around. Oh, he threw some dirt in his face. Now he can't see. And that's how you get killed. Um, alright. Um, a man armed with sword invades Sudan Palace and kills two guards. Sudanese President Omar Bashir has come under attack. At least three people were killed in an attack on Bashir's palace in Khartoum. Uh, officials said a man killed two guards as he tried to enter the palace. The assailant was later shot dead by the other guards. A mentally ill man carrying a sword tried to enter the Republican palace via the western gate next to the Nile River. Sudanese, Sudanese military spokesman Colonel Al Sawarmi Khalid Saad said, in a briefing on November 8th, Saad said the attacker killed one of the guards with a sword. The attacker, identified as Muhammad Kafi, then grabbed the rifle on his first victim and shot a second guard. Other guards opened fire to kill Kafi and, um, yeah, they killed him. The situation has been contained fully and the situation at the Republican Palace is normal, Saad said. Officials said the attacker was determined to have been deranged. They cited his clothes and behavior. Look at him. He seemed to be suffering from mental illness. President spokesman Amai Ahmed said, uh, I, I mean, Amai Ahmed said, Ahmed said the president charged with war crimes by the International Criminal Court was not in the palace during the attack. The spokesman said the attack was not politically motivated. Authorities have stepped up their investigation to uncover more information about the aggressor. Ahmed said, be sociable. Everybody share that link. Um, <laughs> that's how they ended the article. I don't know why they said that. Um, all right, and uh, let's see if we can find one more. Um, how about this? A man with a sword attacks the tow truck driver. Now, I'm telling you, tow truck drivers, that's a dangerous job anyway. Yes. You're going out taking people's shit. Like, surprise, this doesn't happen more often. Um, well, get this off my screen. Uh, there we go. A Fort Collins man could face felony charges after he reportedly donned a gas mask and flak jacket and use a samurai style sword to attack a tow truck driver Sunday evening. A tow truck was called about 7 p.m. to these apartments on East Boulevard Drive in Fort Collins uh, to remove a vehicle that was illegally parked and was blocking another vehicle. 
as a driver for h and k towing prepared the truck for transport 27 year old jeremiah proctor came out of the building dressing a gas mask ballistic helmet and kevlar belt vest wielding a samurai sword oh my motherfucker you couldn't have just moved the truck like this seems so ah! much this is so much more work than just yes. going downstairs and moving your fucking truck right no wonder they called the damn tow truck people they didn't want you to come outside Proctor swung the sword at the tow truck driver, sliced one of the truck's tires, and tried to stab the driver. The driver was nicked in the scuffle before bystanders were able to tackle the sword swinging suspect and restrain him until police arrived. The driver was treated and released to the scene. Yeah, this dude lucky he ain't run into one of them trill ass triple OG truck drivers with them guns. Right. Because a lot of them people shoot first and be like, that nigga was crazy. Oh. <laughs> uh, they, call yeah. the police. Right, they'll call uh get the ambulance they like to tow truck of bodies uh arrest documents indicate proctor was wearing a u.s army apparel and assault rifle magazines and knives with with him when he thrust his sword at the operator proctor was arrested on suspicion of attempted first degree assault felony menacing and criminal mischief uh bond was set at five thousand dollars and his next court date is scheduled for november 19th scariest part about this article is they don't mention if that was his truck (laughs) like what was that it might not have been his truck like did he just come outside and was like it's on i told you if i ever saw a tow truck again <laughs> around these y'all parts believe me what is y'all sodomites <laughs> <laughs> make sure you guys check out my man morgan p campbell yes uh you know uh he's on twitter at morgan p campbell at morgan p campbell uh mm-hmm. go to the star.com slash sportonomics sportonomics yes. Hit him with a click, a link, uh, re- retweet it, share it, mm-hmm. uh, like his articles, uh, leave comments, all that stuff helps him out and, uh, lets them know that they're doing good work. Uh, you don't get that type of, uh, journalism, uh, in sports very often. So mm-hmm. show some appreciation so we can keep it going, man. Um, cause I don't want to be reading these headlines with question marks and Morgan's byline underneath. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Let's keep this. I, I like for his, uh, journalistic. And, you know, and, and the story underneath the headline with the question mark is going to be, uh, just the Twitter feed scavenge. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yes. 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 Anonymous people. Yeah. You're not, you're not even going to do the work. Yeah. Not at all. Is Kevin Durant, uh, secretly homosexual, <laughs> uh, Illuminati <laughs> participant? Yes. And then, uh, uh, Pastor Manning tweets. Yes. And then tweets from the guy that likes women, 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 women. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, of course, we're brought to you by adamandeve.com, code TBGWT, gets 10 free items. And Shadow Dog Productions, check out the behind the scene video on YouTube. Mm-hmm. We'll be back Saturday with more of your feedback. Uh, if you're premium, check out the new premium shows. Karen interviewed Jess Wood for yes. Lip Smacking Good. It was fun. I interviewed Jamel Hill of ESPN for Medium Talk. Mm-hmm. That was a lot of fun. I love you, man. Yeah, she's awesome, man. Uh, she was a great interview, and um, yeah, and Karen was on Project Fan- uh, Podcast Fandom discussing The Walking Dead, mm-hmm. and she was also on Movie Trailer Reviews on Sunday with my man Chris. Uh, so, all right, man. We'll talk to y'all later. Until Saturday, I love you. I love you too, baby. Mwah. <laughs>